Hello there, Comic Clan, and welcome to Comics and the Cross, the greatest streamers you've never heard of. We're back, baby. We're back. What uh, up, everybody? And ads jumping straight Nuts. in with the subs. Like five awesome months month have been subbed. There is no place better to sub than right here. Thank you so much, ads. Yeah, ads, absolute right. legend. He has been with us since the beginning. Ads, uh, a beast. Ads, still part of the Stan Clan. You're Stanley, right up in there, right up in your face. Feel the mustache. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Ads. Ads, absolute legend. Locke steady in the house as well. Yo, Locke, you're finally here. You missed last week. We wanted to officially thank you for all those subs that you dropped us to help us get to 15, and we thought we had to. Our bar hadn't updated, so you got us up to 11, and it was like, that's fantastic, but we hadn't had to. And it was like, oh my goodness. Um, Feel the mustache. <laughs> Infinity Bros coming in with that subprime. Um, sub as well we've got two subs right feel the mustache feel it go on what's up bros feel, feel the mustache <laughs> alright that's the new catchphrase feel the mustache obviously that's just great okay that means for next for like new year I'm gonna have to like shave this and just have the mustache going now like I'll, I'll, I'll do a Faustian joint I'll yeah just, I'll, 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 I'll say this right now I would try the mustache but my wife will kill me she would hate it so much <laughs> like, so I'm so like I'm not risking that I'm not gonna you know but Welcome, guys. This is our penultimate episode for 2020. Penultimate. Yeah. I am not smart. What does that mean? Second last, basically. There's there one episode left, so it's basically our second last. Got it. Um, this was meant to be our indie comic book club. I know, right? This was meant to be us talking about close today. But freaking Disney. And then Disney had an investors meeting. How dare they? How dare they? And literally changed our schedule completely. <laughs> because there's no way we can't talk about the amount of news they dropped in one day. So, and the thing is, like, I know you had sent me a, a message on Marco Polo. I had been radio silent that day. Yeah, you I had forgot, no idea. <laughs> I forgot that they were even doing an investor call that day. And you sent me a message. You were like, dude, there's no way we can review Claws. We're going to have to review all this information. Yeah, we, there's no crazy. way we can't like, not talk about it. It could have been that much. And then I looked at it, and it was. It was, it was that much. It was Let's nice. put it this way. like We might literally get through... We're going to start with the Marvel stuff. We are definitely more Marvel guys than we are Star Wars guys. So we're definitely going to head into that. That's definitely more of our territory. We're going to try and talk about the Star Wars stuff, but like I literally don't know if we're going to have time to talk about all of these. Without it. Like, literally. I doubt it. There is I don't know, so we're just many. not going to have the time. We're not going to have the time. There are so many things he dropped. And I said it to you before we went on air, like, I 100% bet this is a response to Warner Brothers. Like, yeah. the big announcement that they're dropping all of their 2021 movies onto HBO Max when they go into theatres, just like they did with Wonder Woman, or they're doing with Wonder Woman this month. I 100% guarantee they went, oh, you're doing that? Well, you know what? Our movies are still in theatres, but you get this as well. Yeah, speaking of, Warner Brothers is getting hammered for making that decision by a lot of directors, so I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Disney blowing our mind, that's absolutely 100%. I mean, like, I I, I was in shock reading. I, I started finding stuff online. Okay, announcements are coming out, and I literally posted a couple of them to our social media, and then I started seeing the list, and I'm like, I literally can't keep up with this. I literally have to just wait, put a video up and go, we're going to talk about it on Sunday. Because like I literally can't yeah, post it, was... it all. There's too much. It's like I'm literally the person manning the the social media. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't keep it up. Um, but logs in like of course Smalls calls right as the show started. It's like Smalls, come on, man, come on, come on, man, come That's on. That's a party foul. Party foul. 
come on, right in the middle of it. Um, small saying hi to everyone. And Penny Bros, it was a constant 4.5 hours of new. Yeah, literally, they just kept dropping stuff, and I'm like, I literally can't keep it up. I literally can't keep talking about this stuff. Like, like oh, that's a cool bit. And you, oh, oh, they're bringing that show. Oh, that movie's coming. Oh my no, goodness. So, like, <laughs> so when you had sent that message, I was like, all right, I guess I gotta, I gotta check this stuff out because I don't want to be that dude that doesn't know anything. So I pulled up. You know how they do those slate pictures of all the stuff that they're releasing, and I, it was like, <laughs> it's like. 25 images i was like holy crap and then like most of the stuff i didn't hadn't even seen before so i was like all right so i'm gonna have to research some of this literally i went to look at that i pulled it up in my phone like the pictures of all the stuff i literally couldn't read half of them that's how much was crammed into it that it was the pictures were so small i couldn't read them yeah and oh well shout out to smalls in the chat who is actually alex smalls son it's like oh what's up alex yeah so lot give smalls our love as she's out shopping tell her to buy you something pretty um (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, glad you glad you all can be here to join this. Um, so yeah, I'm going to quickly hit our sponsor, hit our usual stuff. Oh no, it's the real spot. Log, you're giving me false information, man. It is Smalls. Well, now I'm confused. I, I don't know. Whoever is talking from the kind of smallish account, we are so glad you're joining us today. <laughs> Whoever um, you are, thank but like, you. All right, I'm going to hit our sponsor. I'm going to... Hey, Gogo, <clears throat> how you doing? Good to see you. Glad you could join us and chat. Um, so I'm going to hit our sponsor. I'm going to hit all of our stuff for like our... our social media or youtube all that i'm going to i'm going to literally just fire all that stuff out and we're going to delve into this because we don't have time we literally don't let's do it so of course first things first right above nitro over there is our gamer grain co logo gamer grain co of course the sponsors of comics and the cross absolutely amazing coffee company make sure that you go and check them out click on that link to get yourself some amazing coffee and use comics and the cross to save five percent in the order if you're following us on social media, you will also see that um, any of the other people who are sponsored by them that have their own coffee um, and their team stores are actually on sale for 10% off this month. So you could save a little bit more if you try out those coffees as well. My recommendation is to try out um, use code Bob from our good friend Bob the Racer. Um, I got that very on in the beginning. Really nice flavored coffee. Definitely worth checking out. Also, it helps support comics in the crossover there. I am desperately trying to pitch to them to give us our own coffee brand Ooh. as well with Gamer Grain Code. That is my goal for 2021 is we're going to end 2021 with a comics in the cross coffee. Dude, so sweet. help us boost up those numbers, help show how awesome the comic clan is and get us our own coffee, which I already have a name for and I'm going to definitely be using it. I'm going to call it Up, Up and Away. Nice. Which I think is going to be good because it's coffee, gets you up and going, and it's also definitely a super reference. Or we could call it Feel the Mustache. Just throwing that out there. Feel the Mustache. That is a new contender. I do have to be honest. That's a new (laughs) contender today. Um, If you do want to support us here at Comics in the Cross, we also um, are able to take subs here. You can see our sub bar building up to get our second emote. You want to drop a sub, you can drop that at any of the tiers there. There's three different tiers, or you can even use Amazon Prime to do it for absolutely free. Um, Also, you can support us over on our Patreon, which I just dropped in the link for at least $2. Do it. Um, Also, as well, another way to support us is by buying our merchandise at the store. Um, We have a store over in Teespring, which has um, got our t-shirts, our um, yoga pants, our masks, or whatever. You can find it over there. Fantastic leggings. Which, also as well. Um, you should definitely buy a pair. Also, massive shout out to my bro over here. We also have his Etsy store now linked. One Up Customs. You'll see the logo down underneath him rotating through with other stuff. 
Um, Nitro is a phenomenal artist. Any artwork for the stream, he's the man that's been responsible. You've seen him doing the art on stream live. He has got his own store where right now his big sellers are. He's been doing a lot of sneakers, a lot of geek sneakers, and they've been uh -huh. looking amazing. So go ahead, check out his Etsy store and pick up some stuff. I mean, it's almost Christmas. Last chance to get some little Christmas pieces in. Go for it. Why not? Appreciate the shout out. Also, if you want to go ahead and join us, you can hit us up online on social media. Um, also, you can join our Discord to join the conversation. And then our last big thing, obviously this was meant to be our indie comic book club. Um, so go ahead and check out your local comic shop here on the link I've just put in chat. Or we have an Amazon page with the comics that we're talking about. Um, so any comic we do in our comic, um, indie comic book um, club, we're going to be doing putting onto that Amazon list so you can keep up. On there is Logan Key, our first book that we did in October. Close that we're doing next week is also on there, along with um, our book that we're going to be doing in February called Chew. So go and check those out for yourself. Chew. All right, I think I got everything. I think I got it pretty tiny. I think that's the fastest you've ever done announcements, ever. All right, let me catch up in chat because people are talking and I'm posting links. Who is Nitro? Yeah, Logsteady giving a big shout out to Nitro's art. He absolutely is. Ads as well. Nitro's art is awesome. Made Captain Thanks, Porky dude. even more badass. Yeah, I see him doing <laughs> Captain Porky. I'm like, you took you took a character with a pig head and made him even more badass. And I'm, and I'm quite Ad, partial to, to Captain Porky right now. He's and sitting I, right over here. And I love Ads to bits, but Ads has got a twisted mind when it comes to designing characters. I've seen Just some of bit. his characters. They are definitely twisted, but you did an amazing job. <clears> um, Oh, CV, hi, thank you for popping in the chat. Um, I need to check out Nitro's art then, I haven't seen any. Yeah, well actually, CV, if you do want to check it out, you can go to his um, his Etsy store and check it out, or if you want to check out our YouTube link there. That's Captain Porky. That was ads. Yes, yeah, there that was one that ads had sent on to him. But um, click that link there to our YouTube and some of our most recent videos as The Art of the Hero, we have titled it. There's three videos on there at the moment for his stream, um, his art streams where you can see the artwork Nitro's been doing. And we are going to be making that um, an, a full-blown show in 2021. We're still working on the official day of the week, if it's going to be weekly, bi-weekly, once a month, whatever. We're still working on those details. But in 2021, that will be a show. Um, so we're definitely doing that. All right, I think I've gotten everything. Let me just, before we transition in, since we've got some streamers in chat, let me give a shout out to CV. Absolutely amazing streamer. She's been playing a lot of stuff. Like, there you go, she's playing Jedi Fallen Order recently. She's done a lot of Witcher stuff. She's uh, played a lot of Gwent. She's been, uh, what was some of the other stuff? He's Horizon she... Zero Dawn. Um, so go ahead, click on that link, give CV a follow. She's an absolute legend. And we have a bunch of them in here who are part of this community. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thanks. <coughs> um, and shout out to Dose of Nerd Acumen. And we've got a bunch of people that are part of the Dose of Nerd Acumen family in the chat right now. Um, I definitely pop in there at least twice a week for there. They do the online wrestling league is their main... Um, sort of show they do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but um, Locke himself does um, a lockbox on Saturdays usually, playing either Jackbox party games or Among Us or different things. Um, I think it's Trevor that's been doing other stuff on there as well, and so there's a few that do. The last night I I missed it, and I'm gutted I missed it. Did their Christmas special? I saw a little bit of the replay, where part of their Christmas special was drinking different flavored sodas. 
Um, and Locke threatened to get them kicked off of Twitch because he almost vomited on screen, which was oh, very wow. entertaining. That's awesome. Oh, doing Ghostbusters tomorrow. Nice. There's one to check out. Playing the Ghostbusters game with Kevin. That's definitely one to check out. It looked like torture, Locke. It really did look like it was torture. <laughs> Drinking those sodas. Because these sodas were like, what was it? Like, it was like, uh, like barbecue chicken wing, ranch, bacon, Ugh. sweet That's corn. Awful. Was there money involved? Like a bet or something? I don't know how they did it exactly. I need to go back and watch it. Like, I caught a little bit of the replay, but, like, yeah, they were, like... At one point, they were basically daring each other to drink these things, and, like... Oh. I just remember Travis sitting there, basically, like, the burps worse than the drink. And they kept burping oh. in his mouth, like, oh! <laughs> like, That's disgusting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I kind of want to try them out of sheer, like... What the go heck for it, man. can a bacon soda <laughs> taste like? But, like, i seen their reactions, and I'm like... I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm one. good. I'm good. Oh, here we go. Lost got them. Sweet corn, ranch dressing, buffalo wings, bacon, PB and J, and pumpkin pie. I think PB and J and pumpkin pie sound like they wouldn't be that bad. The rest sound just atrocious. I don't know. Like PB and J, like peanut butter into a soda. Like the, the jelly, I could maybe okay. see work, but like the peanut yeah. butter, I'm like. I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin pie, but that, that, yeah, that makes sense. Look, I think it's probably more a case of the pumpkin pie was the best tasting of them. Like, compared to any <laughs> of the others, like, the pumpkin pie was probably your best bet. Um, all right. It's time. We're it's going to time. delve into this. We have got so you much just to just turn into Bruce Buffer. I know. It's time. <laughs> Please don't sue me. I don't have money. Uh, <laughs> please don't say, I know I know Dana White watches the show frequently, so please don't say <laughs> Bacon tasted like old leather. <laughs> mm. How how often do you eat old leather? I'm just joking. I know I was gonna say it's like that. Who did your research on that one, Smalls? <laughs> Alright, so first of all, before we get into the Disney investor stuff, there was announcements prior to this in the week. Because you talked to me about them and said we need to talk about this, and I'm like, I don't know if we can fit it. I was in. like, yeah, I was like, like, dude, we should take devote some time to this. Yeah. So the first big announcement is on Spider-Man Three. It was already been announced prior that Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro, mm -hmm. but it was announced this week that Alfred Molina would be returning to reprise his role of Doc Ock, Doctor Octopus from the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, would be coming back, and the internet blew up with yeah. rumors. Yes. Before we well, delve in, before we delve into this conversation, the only confirmations we've gotten were Jamie Foxx's Electro and Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Everyone else at this point is still a rumor. Because I seen I don't know how many sites talking about Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield are coming back. They are rumored that they might be coming back. That has not been confirmed that we're going to get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, although they are rumoured. It is also rumoured that Kirsten Dunst may be coming back as Mary Jane. Charlie Cox, I think, is confirmed, right? No, he's For still Dirt? he's still a oh, rumour. See, I thought that that was confirmed. No. Well, that's disappointing. But that's the thing, is like a lot of people are running with this stuff as if it's... That's why I was like, I don't know if I want to devote a massive amount of time while we're doing the Indie Comic Book yeah. Club, but since we're yeah. talking news today and most of it's going to be conjecture anyway, then I definitely want to discuss this because the other big one that was announced is Charlie Cox coming back as Daredevil mm -hmm. for Spider-Man. And this fits because this month, 
Daredevil reverted back yep. to Marvel that they can use it, that Netflix no mm-hmm. longer has the hold on it. So yep. Daredevil can use it, and of course everyone was freaking out once Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. Yeah, once he's back, and that's confirmed, uh, the next person on the target is Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, 100%. He better be coming back as Kingpin. I want to see Vincent that. D'Onofrio standing beside Tom Holland and them going at it. That's yeah. what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Like, we'll do Spider-Verse for Spider-Man 3, and then I want Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man going up against Kingpin. That's mm-hmm. that's what I want. Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin in it. But like, I hope Charlie Cox is back. I love Daredevil. He's I love the superhero. I love everything about the character. I think he's a really unique character, really well done. And Charlie Cox's showing of him was just phenomenal. So my understanding uh, is, I'm sorry, I'm derailing your thought. Go ahead. No, on you go. Dude, dude, go, okay. for it, go for it. So, so my understanding, based off, because I did a ton of research after I saw the announcements, I, I, I believe Tobey Maguire has already been spotted, like getting fitted for Ooh. something. They've, they like paparazzi's already got photos of him behind the scenes, like at the filming locations like and the assumption is that he's getting fitted for his costume no word on Andrew Garfield but definitely Tobey Maguire has been spotted um, even though it's not official yet yeah sorry Locke's saying I'm really excited hopeful for Cox as Daredevil again it makes me sad that we're losing all of the continuity of the Netflix Marvel shows I need to know what happened next with Iron Fist I don't I don't either I'm good sorry Locksteady I, Lock I love you man <laughs> I love you to bits but like Daredevil and Punisher can come over those two like I'm that's it <laughs> Jessica Jones went downhill like Luke Cage was alright and Iron Fists and I'm like yeah. the fact that I got a second season still shocks me to this I... day and I, it's not for lack trust me it's not for lack of me wanting the character to be good I wanted all these shows to be good but like Daredevil and Punisher were like leaps and bounds above the rest for me i i think that what they can do is they can like not be a a slave to the netflix continuity but still reference it and i think that's what they'll do i think they can do it they can get away with it because they can go how it's because they kind of referenced it a little bit in the early netflix stuff about the battle of new york but they never really dove into it but just do what x-men did with their previous movies and you'll be fine yeah you can just just, totally basically say like this stuff's all just been happening like roundabout hell's kitchen and stuff because there's nothing you could just say, well, yeah, that was happening over here. And you can kind of get away with it and just slide on. And a whole league of his... I th- oh, yeah. Daredevil was 100%. I do think Iron Fist 2, uh, the season 2, was a huge improvement. But that's not saying a, t- is a that, whole lot. Because, is that season because one was, it was a, absolute hot garbage. That's what I was going to say. Is that because it was a good season? Or is that because season 1 was so bad that anything better than that was a huge improvement? Yeah, I'll be honest. I all right. So this is a hot take. I loved I loved the Punisher series. I have a lot of hot takes. You know mm-hmm. that cross. Yeah. Uh, so Daredevil is obviously my favorite. I loved the Punisher series. It's probably my second favorite. But I actually preferred John Bernthal as Punisher in the Daredevil series versus. His- Whoa. Okay, guys. Sorry, we are still live. My Discord just disconnected from. For some reason. Are you still there, Nitro? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know what the heck happened there. That's weird. Whoa, my Discord is freaking out. Sorry about that, everyone. What the hell happened there? Okay, yeah, my Discord is freaking out like crazy. Give me one second, everyone. 
Of course this happens. <laughs> yeah, so apparently I'm still live at my stream. Even my stream chat has disappeared. That's so weird. Alright, I'm so sorry everyone. Please hang about. I'm going to disconnect the um, the stream and come right back in for it. I am so sorry about this. I don't know what happened. Hey, the chat's still there and everything. Okay. Sweet. Oh, yeah, like the chat like literally disappeared from me there. So, like... Alright, we're back. We're back. Not sure what happened. I have no idea what happened there. If you're still <laughs> hanging around with us, thank you so much. Yeah, the real MVP. For that. Like, this, that was nuts. Like, my computer just literally crapped out on me. <laughs> no idea why. It just decided Discord wasn't going to work. There was an issue with output. I'm like, do we still have people in chat? Because my viewership's showing zero. Yeah, we have, it looks like two people, possibly. Okay. All right, we're going to keep going in. We are. Yeah, so, so we, we were talking about, I had my hot take, my hot take meter, which, again, I have plenty of hot takes. It's you. You, we you know your that. hot take broke my computer. <laughs> um, I, again, I'm a fan of John Bernthal's Punisher in the, Dare, in the Daredevil series more than I am of his own series. Hey, yeah, I think he was back, bro. It was a man. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I again, I like both Daredevil and, and Punisher. So uh, any way that they want to reference them in the MCU, I'm totally cool with. Oh yeah, like I'm 100%. Like I love them in Daredevil, but I did love the Punisher seasons as well. Season two of Punisher is is Punisher is arguably my favorite show, depending what yeah. day you ask me on. Like Daredevil's amazing. Yeah. But there are certain times when I love the certain bits of Punisher, I'm like, oh, that may actually be my favorite thing I've seen. Iron like Fist legit. can die a thousand horrible fiery deaths. I am I am not an Iron Fist person at all. <laughs> no, not even a little. All right, let me give me one sec because I need to, I had to restart my computer, so I need to also pull back up my notes on what we're talking about today. All right, so that was the big thing is talking about Spider Man Three, and um, which I'm of, like, super pumped about. But okay, so we may be getting Charlie Cox back. How do you feel about getting Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and back in? For uh, if if they're if they're not the sole like focus of the movies, I'm, I'm cool with that. But like we've moved on, we've moved on from them. Yeah, especially I, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I don't need them to be the I don't need them to be the sole focus of it or anything like that. Hey, Locke, welcome back into chat, bro. Thanks, man. I, I'm cool. I'm totally. I think it's awesome that they that they're doing a multiverse thing now. I think that's super cool. As long as they're not like the focus of the film, you know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't think they should be the focus of the film. The theory that kind of is running around right now, and let me just put this one out there and see what you think on it. Uh, the theory is that the villains for it are going to be the Sinister Six. Okay. Because we it's actually have we actually have six now, with yeah. these two coming in. Because we've got Electro, and we've got Doc Hawk from other universes, but we already have Vulture. Mm -hmm. we've got Scorpion because in mm -hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming Matt Gargan appears mm -hmm. we've got Shocker yep and we've got Mysterio mm -hmm. there, there's talks of Craven. talks of Craven as well there's different stuff so like we're clearly set up where we could do a Sinister Six and yeah then, we're as like, close as we've ever been to a Sinister Six and then to face a Sinister Six Tom Holland is joined by um, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker's. I would also hit, suggest that you could also throw in there, bring back um, what's her face, Emma Stone that played Gwen Stacy as well. Yeah, that's what to people make are a, saying. To make a live action Spider Gwen. 
Hey, Locksteady saying, didn't they confirm Mysterio died in Far From Home? I, I They confirmed quotation marks, but he's the master of illusion, right? He died at the no. end, and then the last thing we've seen of him was the video that he'd recorded of Spider-Man killing him. I, I, it's comic books. You know, comic books, without a body, there's not really a death. Even with a body, there's not really a death. Yeah. You Even with I mean? a body with a bullet hole and blood all over the place, not really a death. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, they can work something around that if they did Mysterio yeah. back and and so like that's the thing is that they could enlist all these other spider characters to come back enlist daredevil to come in enlist all this other stuff yeah maybe sony will get a chance maybe it's a chance to get venom tom hardy's venom in there as well possibly and make that little connection it'd be cool to see miles morales in there too man at least introduced as a character oh yeah look i'd love to see spider gwen live action for it and i think emma stone actually be pretty good at pulling off the spider gwen version of gwen stacy yeah i'd be all i'd be all up for that so um so yeah those are the rumors that are floating around right now we still don't have anything concrete on it the only thing that has been confirmed to make us think we're definitely going full multiversal with this is that this is mm -hmm. going to tie into doctor strange and the multiverse of madness yeah. which is also going to tie into one division that we're getting next month which i'm so pumped about man. which is like this looks like it's going to be a whole host of multiversal stuff all tying yeah. together because doctor strange yeah. is appearing in it as well forgot about that he's actually appearing in spider-man he's been confirmed oh um, yeah that's right i forgot about that I, with all the rumors i completely forgot it as well until like the other day i heard that there are talks of venom movie in one spidey so i'm hopeful i hope yeah, so man if they're going to do it this is the one to do it to bring you could even bring tom hardy's venom if sony are really pushing that because you can literally say well he comes from this universe over here yeah. And then at the end of the day, you can put them back in the box and we yeah, can move on yeah. from it, you know? Yeah, you can close the lid and everything. And so it's like, the this, this is the perfect time. Using the multiverse is the perfect time to open all the toy boxes and mix all the figures together and, you know, start playing. You yeah, know? yeah. G.I. <laughs> Joe's with Ninja Turtles, man. That's exactly. What that's, that's exactly that's what, what the multiverse can do. Um, so, yeah. So, um, so in speaking of that as well, we did... I'll use that to transition into some of the announcements we got. So let's jump into the trailers we got. Because we got trailers right. for all the upcoming shows. Like the ones that we knew about, like Falcon Winter Soldier, One Division, Low Key, the What If series, mm. we got trailers for them. Yeah. These were the first set of like Disney Plus shows that were announced. And we got announcements after for stuff like Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, all that stuff. And we did get something from Miss Marvel, but it wasn't a full trailer. It was people talking yeah. about the creation of the show. And yeah. But we got like a proper trailer for these, so let's talk first. One division because it's the first show we're getting. It's the so first. This... It's the first Marvel property we're getting in over a year. So I think this is the one that I'm most excited about out of the the next slate of TV shows. Like, because I watched the new trailer from the announcement, and I've seen all the other stuff running up to this point, and I just I really love how they're approaching it. Like the the live studio audience, the different like um what do you call it the different time periods like when you when you watch yeah, the, the different like a, not sitcoms but the different kind of like yeah it's like a sitcom it's like sitcoms different like, area era yeah like different era sitcoms yeah. or that's so, because you've got like the 50s you know all black and white and cheesy like dick van yeah. dyke show sort of thing and then you've got like the yeah. 1970s look to it and but it's 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 cool though because when you watch the latest trailer you see that thread you see obviously the different era sitcoms but the, the thread through all these is you see it's it's obviously focused on Wanda and you see like there's just something off in every era. If this and wasn't it's, 
If this wasn't going to Disney Plus, I would legitimately say that this is a horror movie in disguise. Yes, exactly. That's what I was trying to get at. It was very unsettling, man. Is it, it was is awesome. There's that unsettling underneath it. Like even we seen it in the previous trailer when Vision talks to that person, he's like, "You're dead, sweetie." Yeah, yeah. And it was like, "Wait, what?" And I'm then they so just start laughing, and it's like, "What is going on?" And they're being so good about it as well because they're hinting at the little bits, but they're keeping most of it secret. Like I have no idea. Like yeah. I don't even know the setup. Like, is this all in Wanda's head? Is this her opening up this multiverse for her and Vision together? Is like they're really like keeping the cards close to their chest while dropping little tidbits of it. So here's here's my here's my take, and this could possibly be spoilers, but we literally have no idea what's going to happen. So here's oh, my yeah. hot take. Here's my take. Not a hot take. It's just a take. Um, so Wanda take. is obviously <laughs> Wanda is obviously the most powerful. One of the most powerful. She's a mutant. Let's be honest. Mutant in the MCU. Um, so she can create her own reality. So she's mm-hmm. created a reality in which Vision did not die and in which her and Vision have kids and in which they, they're they in different eras of time and it is going to just shatter reality and something's going to happen, I think, huge in that show. Yeah, I think so. And I think, but that's it. They're keeping it so close to their chest. I do think it's going to be a multiverse thing. I do think we're going to see Wanda kind of like opening up this other world and maybe like that reality starts to encroach on it of like what actually happened like the world's yeah. not stable yeah um so she like changes it and moves into a different one so like goes yes. from the 1950s yeah. into the 1970s and it kind of follows almost mm-hmm. and like this thing of and i think it might be a good commentary on the fact of like dealing with the loss of a loved one yeah of like you can kind of run from it but you're not going to get away. It's always going to come back. It's yeah. You can only hope for this beautiful, perfect life that you wanted, but like you're yeah. never going to get it now. Yeah, Lock said he said my knee jerk was that it was going to be a kind of House of M style thing for sure. Yeah, I think um, what, what's her name that plays Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth? Uh, oh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's done numerous interviews where she said she's she's in love with the House of M story. Like she wants to do House of M. Like I think that this is going to be like a. I don't know if they're going to do it in one division, but she, in my opinion, is going to be what launches the X Men into the. I MCU. agree. Either her or she's going to, Strange. She's literally going to, and either yeah. take them out of another reality. So we're going to like get them lift, like literally lifted from Fox, because mm-hmm. like Deadpool three is apparently happening as is yeah. Ryan Reynolds and everything. So either there's going to be something lifted from that universe and brought into this universe, mm-hmm. or like she just, or it's going to be like a kind of thing like, and uh, like click. Yeah, and all these people are just mutants. My hope is that they don't. Like, I get that people have a soft spot for the Fox X Men. I get that. I just I want to be done with that. Like, and I want I want like I want a like a reboot of the mutants, and I want them I think done yeah. properly. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I have a, I, I have a feeling that they're gonna they're gonna bring back some of that stuff, and I'm just I'm not super excited about that to be honest. No, absolutely. Hey, Queen Gamington, how's it going? Glad you could pop in, Rosa. Glad to have you here. I saying, it's definitely a time we want. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that's the thing absolutely. as well is like, um, I think, sorry, I'm pulling something up. I think the thing as well is that when you, with the Fox X-Men, it's not like even there was a, a desire to get it back. Like there was a desire, like the last film was amazing and everyone was like, you know what? It's going to be a shame for that to go. Like, no, it, it, it kind of whimpered across the finish line. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that, I mean, with Dark Phoenix, I'm not even including New Mutants. New Mutants was its own death on its own. It's awful. You know, 
Um, so just quick shout out actually with Queen Gaming Team coming in here. She's a helper over on a Facebook gaming page called Digital Unicorn Gaming. Um, I can't do a shout out link, so I just wanted to pull the link for them here and throw it in chat. If you are on Facebook at all, go check out Digital Unicorn Gaming. Give them an absolute um, load of love over there. Mel's the main host over there and she's absolutely brilliant. She's um, great to get to know, so check them out. Uh, so Locke's saying, I love Jackman as Wolverine and Stuart as Prof, but they don't want it, but they want out. Let's go. Well, yeah, well, Hugh Jackman played the character for what, nearly 20 years? Yeah, and isn't he like 60 <laughs> or something like that? Dude, I not hope really, I'll... Not really 60, but... Dude, I hope I look that good when I'm in my 50s and 60s. I, I agree. Does, you know I, what I, mean? I wish I looked that good now. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, absolutely. He looks better now, like when he's <laughs> old age, like that later part of life, apparently, just, than I do just... and I ever have in my teens and 20s. They just need to go ahead and cast Shia LaBeouf and just get it over with as the new Wolverine. So what happens says, with Quicksilver, seeing as Marvel had that embarrassment? I have no idea, to be completely honest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, maybe we'll see a resurrection of him. Maybe we'll see another version of Quicksilver come in, because the thing is with Scarlet Witch, anything can really happen with her powers. Yeah. You know, she's kind of like the retcon of retcons for powers, guys, you know. I bet I bet they bring him back. <laughs> Quicksilver and Danny DeVito. <laughs> Long steady hashtag, Danny DeVito for Wolverine. Heck yeah, dude. I bet they bring back um, Aaron Taylor, Jonathan Thomas, whatever his name is. That yeah, guy. Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah, kick ass. Isn't that, the, isn't that the dude from Home Improvement? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's it. Never yeah, mind. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's, a, that's one of the kids for Home Improvement. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm all pumped. for seeing what this happens is one of my... with division. I'm all for I'm super this. psyched. Yeah, super psyched um, for this one. So we don't have a lot on it to talk about, so I'm just going to kind of throw it in here. Is also part of that is like Doctor Strange is obviously tying into this, which makes mm -hmm. sense. Doctor Strange and Wanda are friends in the comics. They've got similar power sets with magic, and um, so we're going to get um, America Chavez, um, who's uh -huh. a more recent character in the comics. She's part of another universe. Um, I don't know a whole host about her story, but she's going to be appearing in Doctor Strange as well. Yeah. My only thing with this is thinking of like we've got like. Her appearing in Doctor Strange, we've got a hint at Scarlet Witch's kids, um, you know, like who were both major players in it, as I've been saying yeah. for a long time, of the Young Avengers. We've got um, Cassie Lang, Scott Lang, Ant Man's daughter, who was a part of the Young Avengers. We've got Kate Bishop confirmed. Yep. Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld finally confirmed. Finally, like Not they this, yeah. they literally had pictures of her dressed as Kate Bishop running around with <laughs> oh, Jeremy Renner on set, <laughs> and it's like rumored, and I'm like. Really, like, really, guys, really, really rumored, oh and I'm like, you've literally got set photos of her running around. I'm like, but all these characters are part of the Young Avengers. I am, I'm honestly shocked this wasn't one of the shows they announced with Young Avengers, especially yeah. since in Ant Man we got it confirmed for the next Ant Man movie that Kang the Conqueror is going to be part of that. Mm -hmm. Hey, Bad Unicorn nine three one three has joined the Comic Clan. Thank you so nice. much for Thanks, giving dude. us that follow, Bad Unicorn. Well, howdy. I'm How's assuming Bad Unicorn is that you, Mel? From over at Bad Unicorn Gaming, we literally just gave you guys a shout out like a, literally a minute ago. Um, if it is you, I'm going to give another shout out again. Just over on Facebook Gaming, if you want to follow Bad Unicorn Gaming, go ahead and or Digital Unicorn Gaming. She goes by Bad Unicorn. And um, give them a follow over on. Yeah, I thought it was you, Mel. And um, go and give them a follow. And um, you'll also see their logo popping up over here in our little rotation of logos. Um, go and give them some love. Mel's an absolute legend, as is Queen Gamington, who's in here as well. But yeah, this is... 
where was it yeah young avengers so like i think i'm surprised i've not set up for that show i'm honestly shocked because like everything's setting up for that um with yeah. even kind of conqueror like spoilers for like a 15 year old comic <laughs> but like in the young avengers comic run and um, like iron lad who's basically the iron man spin-off is actually a young kang the conqueror and he finds that out mm. during the story and that's a yeah. phenomenal story go check it out oh uh, thanks bad unicorn yeah digital unicorn gaming sorry it's because it said bad unicorn there i know it's digital unicorn gaming and i literally went bad unicorn gaming wait no <laughs> no that's not right and uh, you oh you're one of our favorites as well mel it's good to see you and yeah, go and check her out. I usually try and pop in Mel's stream, obviously. I've not done that recently with, you know, baby in the house and craziness. How dare you? Three kids. How you dare know? you take responsibility for your offspring? I know, I know. How dare I care for my kids, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm shocked that that show hasn't happened. Um, yeah. But Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about the Young Avengers, honestly. Uh, I am stoked about King the Conqueror for Ant-Man Quantumania. Yeah, Quantumania. Um, like, that was the name they gave it, and I'm like... I said this to you off stream as well. Um, I literally went, okay, over here we've got Doctor Strange, WandaVision, Spider-Man 3, all playing with the multiverse. And then over on this side, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp just going, we're going to do time travel stuff and kind of keep yeah. going with that from Endgame. Yeah. And we're just going to go over let's here just, with that bit. Let's just mix them together at some point. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And, like, and to be fair, there's with what Marvel's done, there's really nowhere else to go. Although, yeah. I, although I did say this to you, this is where we find out who's really fans of this stuff and how if this is a bridge too far for people mm-hmm. because like superheroes is one thing superhero movies have been around for a long time yeah Ex- expanding superhero movies like this in one universe is copying the comics but it's essentially the same thing yeah. you're now delving into hardcore time travel yeah and hardcore multiverse where anything can happen i'm like this is when it starts to go really like geeky really deep yeah this is like comic book stuff this is like christopher nolan level like stuff (laughs) uh bad unicorn saying doing okay cyberpunk thoughts i've not actually cyberpunk yeah i haven't either i'm broke i I got three kids i ain't got money to pick it up yeah i'm waiting until it starts to go on sale and i got two kids and it's christmas so i haven't been able to pick it up either (laughs) so that has not been if anyone wants to gift us money to buy cyberpunk so we can play it on stream then we would gladly and a ps5 to play it on you know i'll I'll accept an xbox series x you know i'll I'll take that (laughs) i know ps5s are kind of gold dust right now but if anyone wants to donate those to comics in the cross and we would love that yeah i'm broke too yeah (laughs) feel you on that mel it's that thing you become an adult yes i can buy whatever i want no i can't my money has to actually go to places we're about to give away the PS4 CEO of Cyberpunk. Oh, look know. at that. Yeah, you are. Look, are you giving away a PS4 with that as well? Because I don't have a PS4. <laughs> I have a PS4. A... So Nitro might be interested in that one. It's like, if you're giving away the PS4 as well, I am totally interested in that. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So I'm not that yet. <laughs> Worth a shot. We're like his <laughs> birthdays are this month and Christmas. Oh, oh sorry, Mel. Oh, I'm so sorry. See, I feel you on that because, That's like, because like my son that was just born was born at the start of November, and then my oldest son, his birthday is at the end of November. Oof. So I literally got them, and then Christmas in December. So like, you've got it even worse than I do. Maybe you can swap someone for a different version. <laughs> yeah, anyone is willing to swap, I'll do that also. Um, but anyway, let's get back into this because we've got a lot of subjects to cover today. So let's jump into some of these other. Um, we'll talk about Ant Man a bit more when we hit the movies. Let's talk about these other trailers first. So, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What were your thoughts on that? I'm hyped for this show. 
Yeah. I'm I'm excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier because I I get what it can be. Um I felt like the trailer didn't give away a lot of what we were expecting though, like Yeah. Because it's obviously it's a battle for the shield. Yeah. And like who's gonna become the next Captain America? My thing is why is that a question? Yeah. Like they've not set up how that's became a question because like at the end of Endgame, Cap gives the shield to Falcon. Sam gets the shield. He is Captain America. Yeah, he is the de facto captain. Like so I don't know why there's a question of like whether it's the guy that's gonna be US agent or whether it's Falcon or whether it's Bucky that picks it up or like I'm like, why is that a question? It's like I'm okay with it being a question and a process for this, but you need to tell us what happened. Because yeah. Cap gave the mantle to Sam. Like, does he take the mantle and screw up so that they does the government step in to like no, you're not capable of carrying that? Does yeah. something else come up? Because I know like US agent becomes like the, the government picked Captain America in the comics and he takes the mantle. I can't remember his real name, I completely blanked on it. But like um but he takes the mantle and he's obviously crap at it. Bucky takes it for a little bit after Civil War and all this stuff yeah. in the comics. But like you need to set it up a bit more. I'm just excited for Sebastian Stan and um, Anthony Mackie. I blanked his name. Yeah, out. yeah. No, that's all good. I'm excited so, for them because like, I think the two of them as Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to do great. I think they're going to play off each other well. And I'm yeah. excited for a real Baron Zemo appearance. Yes. Like Baron Zemo's return to be the villain, be the big bad. Like I'm excited. And the trailer got me kind of hyped for it. Like I, like, I don't know the full ins and outs of the story, but like... Oh yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm a I'm a huge Sebastian Stan fan as well. Like I love the guy, but total man crush on him. Total man <laughs> so, crush on Sebastian Stan. So I think that they have awesome chemistry and I'm excited for that. I'll be honest, the trailer didn't really excite me. I'm I'm looking forward to it, don't get me wrong. Like I love everything that has to do with Captain America, Falcon, Winter Soldier, all that stuff. But the trailer, I don't know. Uh, like again, it didn't really say anything. It yeah, just had a bunch like, of stuff in it. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. I think I think that's the thing. I'm hyped for it, but I think I'm hyped on what I'm hoping it's going to be as well and on stuff I've yeah. heard of. I, I can see where the trailer itself wasn't a hype for it. My, my question is, there was, some, there was some people in the trailer with masks, like with blood streaks on the mask or with like red marks on the mask. I'm well, I'm interested to see what that's all about. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch that and kind of look at it because that's definitely, that's going to be a reference to something. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I'm, I'm excited for this. For, in my opinion, like, when Disney Plus dropped, they should have had Marvel shows ready to go on it. Yeah, I agree 100%. I 100% think this should have been one of the shows. Yep. There's two shows that I think should have been ready to launch on this, which would have been Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been the first one to launch to get people hyped and keep going, and the What If series, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, as the other one, I think they should have been ready to go from the get-go. I personally. don't understand. I guess uh, aside from the actual filming aspect of it, I don't understand why they delayed it. If it was done, yeah, and it's it going to be filmed, released, why are you pushing it back? Because yeah, it's, I don't understand. It's been that. filmed, um, but yeah, so like, I'm I'm hyped for the show. I, I do feel like the trailer didn't it didn't really give much. Yeah, um, let's talk about what if then, since we mentioned that as well. So um, I know I, I know I talked to you about this, but like one of the comics that I grew up with was what if like what if Spider-Man was in the Fantastic Four etc etc so I'm I am super hyped I love that type of what if this happened instead of this type of question so um I'm I this looks awesome the animation looks awesome hey Grimshin how's the it story- going sir 
the stories that they're telling look awesome. It's very interesting. I, I'm I'm super stoked for this. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Let me just do a quick shout out to. Make sure I get the spelling of that right. Go ahead and give his channel a follow. You'll see a little logo popping up down here for CEW. He was doing a wrestling thing. He's going to be launching a wrestling company on there, another online one. Um, he's doing some test streams. It's looking pretty good. And let me see if I can get your misses as well. Savage Selena Storm. Yep. So go ahead and also follow Savvy Selena Storm, that's his wife who does a lot of writing, a lot of poetry, a lot of readings and stuff, a lot of gameplay on that channel. Um, and they also stream over on um, Dungeons and Dice and everything nice over on Facebook as well as part of it. You'll see those logos popping up down in their corner as well, they're friends of the channel. So go and give them some love. Sorry, I just popped in with something there. Bucky does have Super Soldier Serum, so he is already built for the role of Cap, whereas Sam is vulnerable. Oh yeah, I get that. See, and I get... I get that, but like, I'm definitely. I like. I'm quite happy. Like, my honest opinion for what should have happened with Bucky is I wanted him to stay with the Black Panther franchise and become White Wolf there, like full time. Yeah. And because that was their name for him, I want Sam to be Captain America just because it's a different Cap. Like we've seen the Super Soldier Serum Cap. We've seen the representation of that, and Bucky would bring a different thing, obviously, because he was mind controlled for so long and had all of that. Mm -hmm. but Sam brings a very different one honestly it's something they might want to tap into in the movies as well because having a black Captain America in a state of the country being in such upheaval and um, mm -hmm. racial outcry and stuff like that it's not a bad time to have it, like I still think he should be it in the comics personally they gave yeah. the shield back to, to Steve Rogers I don't think they should have yeah, Dragon Wrestling 503 thank you so much for popping in I like to see the Midnight oh, movie. Yeah, the Midnight yes. TV show is going to be awesome as well. I can't wait, man. I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. They said it's going to be like an Indiana Jones style, like Egypt caper type thing, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, I'm all for that, man. I'm absolutely all for uh, the Midnight show and all for Oscar Isaacs playing him as well. I think that's going to be a pretty awesome piece of casting. But yeah, I was originally, I wanted to be. Hold on. What's up? No, the stream's still going. What is going on? They just popped up with something there like that. It's like it's like unable to post tweet. I'm like, what tweet? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if that was like the go live tweet that automatically sends out when I restarted the stream. Like, something is going on. I'm gonna have to like overhaul my system a little bit today because for those of you who aren't here, this is our second time trying the stream today. It literally cut out like ten minutes in. I thought yeah. for a second it had dropped there. And um, shit, it was a, it was my hot take. That's why yeah, your hot takes always cause issues. <laughs> Um, but just shouting out to Dragon Wrestling in the chat. Go ahead and give them a follow as well. They also stream some more online wrestling stuff. Go and give them some love. Um, but yeah, like, there's a lot of great stuff happening there now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to the What If series. So we got the What If trailer. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, we just got a little bit of an expanse on what we'd seen already. We kind of knew yeah. some of these stories were coming. We had like um, T'Challa as Star-Lord. We had... Uh, Peggy Carter is a super soldier serum Captain Britain with a Steve Rogers version of Iron Man. Mm -hmm. um, we have Doctor Strange kind of delving into fighting a dark version of himself, which was probably the the newest one. I don't think we've seen yeah, that stuff I haven't before. Seen that one. So that was yeah. the the kind of newer clips we've seen. And um, what else was there? There was more. I'm trying to remember them now off the top of my head. Well, I'm interested in this show because like it's endless, right? 
endless possibilities on what you could do with it. You're not you haven't painted yourself into a hole with this. Like you can literally do whatever you want. So yeah, yeah I literally I literally feel like the first um the first series that should have been available on Disney Plus when it dropped last year. Yeah, like we yeah, it had to be ready, right? It had to have been ready, at least almost ready. It's like we shouldn't have still been waiting for this. We should have had some of it to drop. That should have been. See how like it dropped and the Mandalorian was available right off the bat for as yeah. new Star Wars content. That sh- what if should have been available as new Marvel content. Yeah, I agree. Right off the bat, and I think that would have helped the twenty twenty like you know drought of Marvel stuff we've got as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad when like you set up a streaming service and people subscribe and then like not even a year in people are like, like should I cancel this because this isn't worth the money right now, yeah. you know you 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 promised all this like specific content related to Marvel and we're not delivering anything like nothing. <laughs> yeah, although then again I guess this is what they've been doing is planning and prepping the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm definitely ex- they definitely made up for it. I'm excited for the what if because it ties into the multiverse idea as well that they're really trying to delve into. And this really opens up stories of like they don't need to even just stick to the comics with this. It's like they can literally delve into stuff anything they want and go, Would this be cool if this happened? Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Wouldn't it be cool if this happened? And it doesn't need to be in continuity, they don't need to fit in with the movies or the T V shows, they can just do whatever they want. They can even replay like the what if comics are great about replaying comics and events that have already happened and having a different, you know, playing out. And some of that even becomes main continuity. The one I always remember mm-hmm. is um, what happened if Jane Foster got Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. That's and then, right. And then she ended up becoming Thor. Like, you know, like, well, also, like, what happens if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four and he yeah. eventually became part of the Fantastic and Four? And he did. He became part of the Future <laughs> Foundation Fantastic Four. Yeah. He even had his own, like, the black and white suits that they were doing at the time. Dude, it was awesome. Was a, like, really cool suit design. I did like Yeah, that. agreed. Um, what about What about Loki? Loki. Loki, man. Okay. What did you think about the trailer? The trailer was perfect. It was exactly what we needed. Loki hasn't officially been confirmed to be part of the multiverse stuff that's going on or the time travel stuff that's going on, but yet it's both. Because mm-hmm. think, this this Loki clearly gets snagged. This is a Loki that we've seen in an endgame that took the... What's it called? The Tesseract? The... Yeah, yeah, Tesseract. And disappeared. But he gets snagged. I've literally forgot the company's name. Uh, Time Variance Authority. Time Variance Authority, that's it. I've literally... I've got so much stuff in my head, literally (laughs) stuff is falling out at this point. Pre-redemption Loki. So yeah, this isn't the Loki that became friends with Thor, that was part of Asgard, that got redeemed and all that stuff. That's that's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that. This is old school Loki that's being hired, but also this is a Loki that's snagged from a timeline that now no longer exists, because if he was snagged after he disappeared... It's like this timeline they put the stones back. So it's just from an alternate timeline that we've not seen yet. Yeah. A timeline oh, where true. Loki disappears and the Tesseract's gone. Mm-hmm. So this is a completely different Loki from a completely different time. And it looks like we're going to start seeing um different universes and different timelines and different stuff of it. Like we get a glimpse of like President Loki was probably the most prominent from a comic run that was recently done. Loki tried to become president. Mm-hmm. Um Apparently, like one of the somebody called out that like um, the female version of Loki's in one of the scenes. Yeah, it's like the hooded figure. <clears throat> which apparently, which I like can't quite confirm that the character's too far away. How the heck you saw that? I'll never know. <laughs> um, but you know, like we're getting different versions of Loki and different stuff, yeah. and I'm like, 
it was enough of a hint for the low key show of like, okay, you've got my interest of where this could go. Yeah. And Marvel, I think, has been really good at that recently of like peaking interest with just little tidbits. Yeah. Sometimes they could they could you know do a little bit more, but like honestly, I think we've been doing they've been doing amazing dropping hints. Yeah. And doing so amazing what... dropping attention to stuff. So I like those watch those videos on YouTube that just dissect the Jesus out of uh, <laughs> out of like trailers and stuff. Um, and one of the one of them did the Loki trailer. So apparently, like in the what was it like nineteen seventies or something like that, there was this hijacker, DB Cooper. Have you heard this? Mm, I don't think so. So there was so there was this hijacker, right? And he's dressed up in a black suit and a tie and sunglasses and slick back hair. And he overtakes his Boeing in the air and extorts two hundred thousand dollars and jumps out of the airplane and nobody's ever found him. Wow! Like he disappeared. And in the trailer, that's Loki that's exactly is what that dude. Doing. You see him jump out of the airplane. You see money coming out of his bag, and he disappears in midair. That is it's so cool. it's such a cool callback. That's such a cool, a cool callback. concept. Like this stuff. Yeah. I, lo- I love stuff like that where it's kind of like they tie into like real life stuff and like yeah like, yeah. Why didn't this happen? <clears throat> what happened with this? Well, this is what happened with it. Yeah. And just to cap and chat, um, Locksteady saying he'd love to see a live action Future Foundation. I would, and we're going to get a little bit on Fantastic Four as we go through our announcements. So uh, Queen Gaming is saying so World War Hulk story would make for an interesting story. Honestly, it would. I'd love to see World War Hulk. And we also have some Hulk news coming up as well. <laughs> they, they've dropped news on everything at this point. Everything, yeah. Uh, Red Hulk is what we really want to see. That'd be cool, doing some Red Hulk. I still want to see a Red Hulk and do like a General Ross's Thunderbolts show. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I still... They have to do a Thunderbolts I'm, I'm still show. calling for that. Like, like I mean, yeah, Thunderbolt Ross's Thunderbolts, where you had like Punisher and Deadpool and Ghost Rider and Agent Venom and, and Elektra, like, you pretty much have all those characters now. I want that show. Yeah, uh, dude, a Marvel Knights yeah. show would be sweet. Yeah, man, that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, so the Loki trailer again. I think we're still going to get some more information on it. They've they've kept it very quiet. But like, if you guys it was have a bananas seen, trailer, it was bananas. Like, yeah, if you guys haven't seen the these place. trailers, go and check them out for yourself. There is so much content in them. I've I've honestly not had time to even pick them apart. Like. Usually, I would have went into all the characters and picked out scenes and different bits. I've I've literally not had that. I'm gonna um, apologize for the sun, angels descending over my left ear. I'm gonna try to block that out as much as possible. Okay, you need to get like blackout blind or something for that. I know. I know. <laughs> um, everyone else here is okay. My computer keeps popping up with like different stuff that's going on. Like I, okay. I don't know what's freaking out with it today, but as long as this, as long as the stream's still going, I'm gonna keep talking. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good so far. Yeah. So just give us confirmation yeah, that... in the chat. Um, but yeah, okay, so we did that one. Alright, so we've kind of hit the trailers. Let's jump into like show and movie news. Um, so first thing, movie news, there wasn't a massive amount of it, so I think let's knock that out. Yeah, yeah, uh, so Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, so Thor, Love and Thunder, we, we had already heard that Christian Bale had been cast in it. Um, but we got confirmation that he is definitely the main villain of this story and he is going to be playing Gore, the God Butcher. I know nothing about Gore, so you're going to have to fill me in. Gore. This is a Jason Aaron. This is how Jason Aaron kicked off his Thor run. If you've not read Jason Aaron's run on Thor, go and read it. It is probably the seminal run on Thor that has ever been written. I never I'm read Thor comics right before that. The first couple of volumes of um, the 2012 run when he started it and took over Thor. 
um, he done Gore the God Butcher. And literally it starts off with a mystery of gods going missing. Mm. Like literally gods from time and space going missing. Like we see Thor even going to these other planets and saving people and he's like, why didn't your god save you? They've disappeared. They're gone. Huh. And you end up getting, finding out that this man, Gore the God Butcher, and I don't know his whole backstory because I've not mm-hmm. really read the run itself. I do need to delve into it myself. Um, but he was basically turned against gods. He was like not protected and saved by gods. And he's like, you know what? Screw them all. Yeah. And he starts capturing them and enslaving them and killing them. And he's like, takes them to this distant future where he like enslaves them and stuff. And and it ends up like I think it's three versions of Thor end up having to fight him, like a younger Thor, the current Thor, and like old King Thor of Asgard. Yeah, like Rune, like Rune King Thor, right? All have to like come yeah. together and fight him. Yeah, Blade is going to be Mashallah Ali. That's going to oh, be Mashallah awesome. Ali is that's going to be amazing. I'm so glad yeah. Blade's coming to the MCU. I'm like, yeah, I like I don't get me wrong. I love the first couple of the Wesley Snipes ones, but I'm glad we're doing a fresh start with Blade and Agreed. dipping into that kind of side of things. Um, and that's also we got a release date for that as well it's going to be May 6th 2022 for Blade? Uh, no for um, oh for Thor, Thor. Yeah, yeah. we don't have a release date for Blade yet as far as I'm aware but like Blade is still like well off in the future Jamie um, Alexander yeah that was the other one you keep jumping in over me with something I'm so sorry dude I'm so sorry <laughs> Build up in anticipation, man. Build up in anticipation. <laughs> um, and yes, we are getting Jamie Alexander, who played Lady Sif in Thor, um, Thor of the Dark World, and also appeared in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a few times as Lady Sif, um, was noticeably missing um, from Ragnarok. And mm-hmm. everybody kind of wondered what happened. Jamie Alexander had been working on Blind Spot, so she had um, scheduling conflict. She couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, so everyone just kind of assumed like she's gone mm-hmm. and just like, she's been written off we're going to move forward whatever but no lady sif survives so i'm intrigued to see what happens with this and how she survived obviously she was probably away from asgard when it was destroyed her response to that and mm-hmm. because um, obviously she kind of missed that she wasn't in the ship that was attacked by thanos she missed the whole of endgame and stuff so i'm intrigued to see lady sif coming back i'm a i'm a big jamie alexander fan i'm not gonna lie i, I love her to bits i think she's great yeah um, so i'm excited really to see her playing sif again and to see what they do with that so so yeah thor love and thunder is getting interesting because we've already got confirmation now of the villain we know that natalie portman's coming back and that jane foster's going to end up taking on mjolnir at some point we know mm-hmm. um what's his face chris pratt is going to be appearing as well star lord which we knew that stuff was going to happen from uh, from the the ending of Endgame, we got announcements that Guardians and Thor would be kind of crossing over a bit. It's gonna be interesting to see, like, since Thor kind of gave up his title, like, how how is that gonna play out in a Thor movie? You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, like what's gonna yeah. be the fallout? What's gonna happen with that and how it's gonna play? I'm like, I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm interested to see, but like, yeah, I'm, I've been enjoying the Thor stuff. Like, I enjoyed Ragnarok, enjoyed Infinity War, back and forth on his Endgame portrayal. Like, I. I like what they did with him a little bit, but I did love Ragnarok version of Thor, so I'm intrigued to see where they go forward with him, though. I, I liked what they did with him in Endgame when he wasn't playing it up for comedic effect. Like, when he was, like, really dealing with the effects of, yeah. like, what had happened to him, I, I I really dug that, because that's that's not explored a whole lot, like, the psychological trauma that, you know, real-life events can have on you. No, absolutely. Absolutely, that's definitely, you know... I think they should have they could have explored that a lot more. 
in my mm -hmm. honest opinion they could have explored how he was really dealing with it and him yeah coming through and i'd even would have loved to have seen a scene near the end like when they realized like you know of him getting back in shape and him trying to pull himself together for one last yeah. fight sort of thing before he handed over the mantle um, the scene, I think the scene that really sold it for me in Endgame was when he was with his mom mm. and he you know he that should have been the thought, turning point he thought because everything he had happened he wasn't worthy and then he found out that he was still worthy even though like he didn't think yeah. he was to have that, Man, conversa that, was like, yeah, to have that conversation heart. with her and to have that spoken and then just to reach out his hand and Mjolnir to come to him yes, and realizing so awesome. like I'm still worthy yeah yeah they should they cut should colors cut around more. <laughs> yeah kind of like they did in freaking and what was it again in Jason Aaron's run like that's what happens to Thor like once he becomes unworthy he gets his arm cut off and gets like a cool metal arm although metal limbs we don't want to make that too much of a thing yeah all right mm. so moving forward still because I'm, like, I'm realizing the time and we barely touched anything yet on this um we got a release date for Black Panther 2 um which is July 8th 2022 okay and the only extra thing we've got on that at the minute is that they're not going to be recasting T'Challa. So what do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're going to run with Letitia Wright as kind of like taking up the helm? or? I think they have to. They have to run with yeah. Shuri becoming the new Black Panther. It's the only yeah. thing that makes sense without recasting T'Challa right now. Um, and I get them not wanting to recast it. I get them mm -hmm. not wanting to, <clears throat> to delve back into that and recast, you know, Chadwick Boseman. He was such a great man such a great portrayal of t'challa yeah you don't want to dishonor that by just shoving someone else in the role so yeah i get it so i want to see how they're going to do that and how they're going to explain him being missing if they're just going to say outright he's dead yeah i have mixed feelings about that considering the current controversy will it you what's the current controversy i don't know if i've heard about that she lot. said she was like i think she made an anti-vax vaccine like video she i think oh, she took it down and then she got off <laughs> she got off got off twitter I, I oh, no. so I'm uh, like, there's a lot of t stuff that I don't agree with with you know a lot of actors that I like. I'm just like, I just try to separate that out. Like, I I just like what they do on screen and like whatever. Yeah, know. it's like I'm kind of like that. Like, I'm never gonna agree with someone 100. percent I guess. I know. Like everyone's got their entitled to their own opinions. Everyone's entitled yeah. to their own stance on things. You know, I've got a ton of opinions on stuff as well. The reason I don't post them all and stuff and like you don't see me plastering all over comics in the cross is because you know use a little bit of wisdom that there's no point yeah like i get using your platform to share your thoughts and different things but at the same time like especially in the climate we're in like saying something like are you saying it to try and make a difference or like are you just saying it because like you want to throw it out there yeah because like i don't say certain things because i'm like i know it's going to create arguments like if i say something in agreement with this i'm going to start an argument between the two sides fighting over it or if i say something in disagreement with this i'm going to start an argument over the two sides even if I never make another comment on that post, like or that video, it's like you start something, and it's like you yeah. need to be careful. This things are so volatile right now, so that'll be interesting to see if that plays a factor. And as long as it doesn't go beyond that, she might be okay. Like, but then again, we have seen Disney kind of respond to stuff as well, um, in certain ways. So we need to keep a little eye on that one. Um, but yeah, that's all we've kind of got on on black panther uh, the now so there's like there's nothing else really no doubt because i'm sure the script needs to be like desperately rewritten because mm. i no doubt it was getting written with obviously chadwick boseman in mind and um, nobody yeah. was expecting his passing unfortunately you know 
still saddened by that but like you know i'm sure we'll get some stuff as that pushes on but we're not getting it to 2022 anyway so yeah we've still got like another couple of years till that comes out what we did get was a lot of disney plus show announcements yeah we did um i don't know if you want me to just like yeah, we can just read them off because uh, most of them, them we didn't get a ton of information on. So. Yeah, let me just read these off and we'll just do a general chat in these because like, there, there were so many shows. And I've got some stuff on the movies as well that I've grabbed that I've got a bit more information on. So, uh, First off with She-Hulk. She-Hulk arrives to the MCU. Tatiana Maslany will portray Jennifer Walter She-Hulk, which we knew. And Tim Roth returns as Abomination and Hulk himself, Wait. Mark Ruffalo, will appear in the series. Directed by Kat Coiro. And Anuvalia, probably mispronouncing them desperately, with Jessica Gayo as head writer, She-Hulk is coming to Disney Plus. So the big thing there is the fact that like we're getting the She-Hulk movie and the fact that we're getting not only Mark Ruffalo's Hulk appearing, which makes sense, it's his cousin, mm-hmm. so it makes sense to bring him in there because we've been trying to stick Hulk into stuff so we can use him. Yeah. But Tim Roth as Abomination is back. I was a big we fan of I have not seen Abomination since twi- uh, since 2008 and people have been asking for him since then yeah like where the heck is he <laughs> yeah uh oh sorry you've seen Locke's poster it was not just anti-vax a specific thing she shared also included some anti-trans stuff oh yeah yeah I didn't that, know that. that might get a bit blowback from stuff we'll definitely need to see where that goes like i'm not she got ripped apart for that no wonder she's off twitter and uh, boseman's a treasure and we didn't deserve him yeah boseman was amazing he was an amazing dude and he's going to be sadly missed. Um, but yeah, for She-Hulk, it's like, so the big thing is Abomination back. People have been crying out for this because Incredible Hulk was distributed by Universal. So even though it was part of the MCU, it was kind of its own thing over there. Yeah. And Disney didn't want to pay rights to Universal for distributing more movies and getting you know stuff for more movies, so they never ever did another Hulk solo thing. So we've seen setups. We had Abomination. We've seen setups for um, Leader. We've seen setups for a lot of stuff going forward, and Hulk that just never went anywhere and they disappeared. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, heck, they completely wrote out Betty Ross, the love interests, and Josh Whedon decided, hey, Black Widow's a good replacement. Yet another reason. Not just getting saying. into that. Still not happy with it. It's been many years. <laughs> it's been rectified. I'm still not happy with it, but yeah so it's like so we've literally had nothing the only thing we had to cross over i mean even the actor playing hulk changed between movies so Mm -hmm. literally the only holdover we had was when we got to see general ross yeah william hart coming back like after that movie he appears back obviously majorly in civil war um, and a little bit in the avengers movies following that Mm -hmm. but like that was it so you have a full-blown villain like abomination one of the few villains that are able to return because they're not dead yeah is actually coming back so i'm very intrigued to see where they go with this now it's because... gonna be cool i don't know anything about she hulk to be again quite transparent i don't know a lot about a lot of these new shows that are coming out i don't know really anything about the characters so she hulk basically she hulk basically becomes hulk because she gets a blood transfusion to save her life but it's from bruce mm, okay um, but she also has the ability to go in and out of the hulk state at will oh, and when she goes okay. into the hulk state she doesn't hulk out she keeps her mind She's still Jennifer Walters, so she actually stays like that a lot. Mm, okay. 
also has a huge problem with killing off its villain yes it does yeah it really does look it's killed off major villains that i'd love to see come back and um, also as well that i'm interested like how they're going to downplay this in the show because obviously they don't have to touch it um, in the comics she holds a pretty promiscuous like, really she, she's, she's kind of got a thing for like you know she's <laughs> what's the way to describe it? she's very she's very at peace with her sexuality let's put it that way like she got it she slept with a lot of different people in it but she's quite happy you know she's fun lawyer chick that sleeps around you know just because why why not she wants to sleep with him why not, Is why it? not? so like that bit's probably not going to be transferred over yeah because um, yeah there was a lot of and i'm interested as well because her comics some of her comic runs had her very like kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit kind of like deadpoolish not fully like Deadpool, but just kind of like hints to the reader and stuff like that. And, uh, okay. and even some of her stuff was a bit more risque at times. So I'm like, so I'm, we're obviously not going to go full blow in that because it's a Disney yeah. Plus show. But like, I'm interested to see what version of Jennifer Walters we get. So I'll say Alison Brie was the perfect Brie. for She-Hulk, but obviously Marvel don't agree. Yeah, I honestly thought Alison Brie was getting Alison it. Brie. I thought she was. I thought she was fully getting it. <clears throat> she looked like the perfect one to kind of take it on but I'm interested to see what Tatiana Maslany can do I don't really know her stuff that well so I'm intrigued to see like Marvel's casting for the most part has been spot on so I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they do with her and next one we got was um, I Am Groot everyone's favourite little tree Baby Groot will star <laughs> in a series of shorts on Disney Plus featuring several new and unusual characters um, yeah. I'm assuming this is going to be like Disney Plus's like um, 4K asks a question, which are like just little two, three minute videos of like 4K from Toy Story 4 asking another oh. character a question. Oh. I'm assuming it's going to be just like little shorts on Baby Groot doing stuff or interacting with people or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued that it's Baby Groot. Yeah. And it's doing it because obviously Groot's grown up again since then. And um, it's just I'm Groot, original series from Marvel Studios, is coming to Disney Plus as well. So, again, not uh, a lot of information about it. I think it's just going to be a little show with shorts, just something fun. Hey, Seal, how's it going, man? I am Groot. I am Groot. Yes, I, I, am I agree. Groot. I, I agree. Groot. Let me... Yeah, I'm not super... I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, like, I'm... Whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Seal the Centurion chat. Absolutely love the guy. Go ahead and give him a follow on his Twitch channel as well. Go and show him some love. And I'm glad you could pop in, Seal. Good to have you, man. Um, but speaking on the Guardians level, we are also getting Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, James Gunn is back to write and direct. The original special is coming to Disney Plus in 2022. I have no idea what this is going to look like. Yeah. I, um, have you ever seen a holiday special? Don't, like, I, I've seen holiday specials here. My worryment is the last sci-fi <laughs> holiday special that comes to mind is the Star Wars holiday special. See, I, and I never saw that, but I've heard nothing, nothing good from it. <laughs> it. It is not good. And I'm like, please don't screw up. Please don't screw up. Please don't screw up. I'm like, that's that's all that's in my head because obviously you can't do like you can't do Christmas, you can't do Hanukkah, you can't do any of the sort of holidays here on Earth. The only one that's there that'll have any idea of any of them is Chris Pratt's character, the Star Lord, mm-hmm. and who is probably I'm assuming is going to be celebrating Christmas just from his character. It's probably a Christmas celebration. Yeah, but like as holiday special means, we're probably going to look at the holidays of different planets or different characters and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like. 
We'll need to wait and see what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, th- I mean, with Gi- with James Gunn's sensibility, I think it'll be funny. Like, it'll be very like James uh, Gunn. Assuming it'll be lamp, very. Like, so yeah. I'm assuming it'll be very kitschy, like self-referential type stuff. Like. Yeah, I'm. If James like Gunn handling wing it, type it, stuff. <laughs> with James Gunn handling it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I, I trust him with the Guardian stuff. So yeah, like, I just intrigued. It just seems like very out of nowhere. Um, I'd say in Star Wars Holiday Special and Vomit Faces. So yeah, that's about right. Uh, this one I had no idea about coming. Armor Wars. Don Cheadle returns as James Rhodes, aka yeah. War Machine, in Armor Wars, an original series coming to Disney Plus. A classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? Oh yeah, me too. As I wanted to punch Chewbacca, son. Like. You ever thought of a holiday special where the main characters in the holiday special are Wookiees? The favorite Star Wars character of every of most. It's Chewbacca's family. We're with Star Chewbacca's family in their house for most of it. Oh, that's fun. The people who don't there aren't subtitles. Speak. <laughs> there are no subtitles. Ugh. It's like and it's Sounds like an like hour, hour and a half long and I'm like oh my goodness sounds like something that they play in prison for like torture yeah it practically is <laughs> um, but yeah so like I'm, I'm all up for this Armor Wars sounds amazing like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down for this like James Rose basically going after people who've got their hands on Stark's tech mm-hmm. that sounds phenomenal yeah I'm, I'm totally up for that show that sounds amazing I'm like and Don Cheadle's amazing I love Don Cheadle great actor um, I'm down to see him playing more of James Rhodes I'm definitely down to see Rhodey back. Agreed. I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, also staying in the Iron Man camp, we are also getting an Ironheart show mm-hmm. coming soon. To and Disney they've cast Plus. Ironheart. Yeah, I believe Dominique Thorne is genius inventor Riri Williams in Ironheart, an original series about the creator of the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Yeah, so if you don't know in the comics, she was like the person that took over the mantle when um, Tony Stark stepped down for a little bit and became Iron Man and then when Tony Stark came back she turned herself into Iron Heart like her own version of it and um, I'm intrigued to see what they do with it like the comics were not well received yeah and um, but I think mostly that's because of how they introduced the character mm-hmm. like she was kind of shoehorned in to take Stark's place for a little bit when we yeah. all knew he was coming back instead of like properly building it up properly shown as a journey of the character to taking over the role like somebody like Miles Morales was in the comics mm-hmm. um, but I'm intrigued to see what they do with the show and again this I'm still p- pitching for a young Avengers show Ironheart's perfect a young tech girl would be the Tony Stark version yeah yeah I don't, I don't know anything about uh, Ironheart to be quite honest but yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it yeah because I it. like we got my shoot <laughs> <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Who said you want to take another stab at that one? I'll collect. Um, yeah, Universal Translator wrong, broke. <laughs> she's like a like a genius, like mm. teenager, and she goes to yeah. MIT or whatever. And then like uh, like Tony Stark kind of gives her his blessing to like like basically hands off the mantle of Iron Iron Man. That's what I'm intrigued about is to see what she, what they do with her because they've kind of given that role over to Peter Parker. Yeah, they have. You're right. Like the person who's like who was his um, protege, who worked with him, who's kind of we've seen it in Far From Home. He's kind of taking over that side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing Riri Williams coming in, I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued to see how they make her different. Then, yeah. Um, 
Next up, of course, we kind of knew it was coming. We knew there was a Nick Fury show coming, but we got a little bit more information on it. It's actually a secret invasion show. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury, and Ben Mendelsohn from Captain Marvel returns as Skrull Talos in Marvel Studios' original series, Secret Invasion, coming to Disney+. Plus. So before we started the stream uh, earlier this year, like, you know, I had been out of comics, like, consistently reading comics for a while. And, you know, you and I had been talking over the past couple of years about doing this. And, like, one of the first series that I actually got back into was Secret Invasion. Mm. Um, And just the whole concept of it, I thought was fantastic. And and I know you and I were talking about, like, I, I almost thought that this would kind of be a movie. Or is yeah. at least a series of movies. So is it? It's interesting to see them doing it as a as a show. I'm intrigued to see how they play this because Secret Invasion was the build up of a long time of different stuff. Like the fact that the scrolls had been enemies, that the planet had been destroyed, they'd been looking for a new thing. We kind of knew mm-hmm. that. I mean, we yeah. got like the invasion stuff before the Fantastic Four had thwarted them, and then we got to Secret Invasion, and it was such a massive reveal. Because it wasn't a case of like the scrolls invading. It's like no, they've invaded. Yeah, they've already invaded. They've been here for a they've, long time. Yeah, yeah. And some of the main heroes are scrolls. Mm-hmm. How do you? I don't think they can do that in the show though. Not without know, not without like derailing all the new stuff that's coming out, and not to mention like you've got a lot of the heroes are gone. Stark's dead. You know, Captain America's went back and lived out his life and passed the mantle on now so what do you do with that what do you do with secret invasion is like my thing is like it's going to be a lot more low-key maybe not all yeah. the heroes we might see certain heroes appear mm-hmm. um but it's going to be a lot more low-key and i kind of said it to you before stream started like i think it's going to be a it's going to be a build-up yeah i think it's going to be a like slow build of like um fury teams up with talos yeah um, and they're going to be like, okay, we've started to find scrolls popping up on Earth, and they start to uh-huh. uncover this almost like a secret agent side of it for Nick Fury. They start yeah. to uncover this conspiracy that these scrolls are actually not necessarily superheroes, but are at least in like high government positions and different things. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. Like, start doing that because like I don't know how you do that with the heroes mm-hmm. after Endgame. Like I, I was expecting like Secret Invasion to be something in the future like build up to it and like set up the new heroes and like turn out like oh my goodness black panther's a scroll you know yeah and yeah, set yeah. up these characters who have been here for a long time that we're falling in love with are actually scrolls yeah. i don't know how you do that with this but i'm definitely intrigued anything that gets samuel L. jackson back as nick fury and anything that even like taps into secret invasion i'm up for checking it out i think yeah, it's I th- going to i think it's going to be like a civil war like i think it's going to be mostly a name like, I think to your point, I think you you almost have to do it as a not necessarily a hero focused mm. scroll invasion, but more so government level, um, and maybe some like local smaller heroes here and there, but like not Tony Stark, not you know Spider Woman, not Captain America. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah, smaller like, ones. It's like yeah, it's like I don't know how you do that with the main ones, like. Mm-hmm. you know like you could have something like oh it turns out like you know falcon was actually a scroll all along or that maybe there'll be stuff that ties into some of the other shows yeah but like i'm i'm intrigued i'm intrigued to see what they do with it i'm intrigued to see yeah. where it's they gonna go be interesting. with this 
All right, so last Disney Plus show, and then I've got a couple of movies to do. Um, ads popping and saying we need Nick Fury's Monster Howling Commandos to be a movie. You never know. Maybe that's where they end up going <laughs> with it. You know, because he's going to need to hire somebody to take on the scrolls. Maybe that's a way to do it. He actually brings in his Howling Commandos. You know, we're starting to delve into some of that darker stuff as well, like with Blade and Ghost Rider and all this stuff and Midnight. So, um. So yeah, the final show to really mention is the What If show that we talked about and they just they put a little thing out about it that said space, time, reality. It's more than a linear path. What If, an original series from Marvel Studios is coming summer 2021 to Disney+. Plus. So we're getting that next summer. So I just wanted to state that. That was just a little thing out before they kind of talked about What If, so I don't want to dwell on it, but they did put yeah. out a little blurb on it. <clears throat> So the next one we've kind of mentioned as well, we're going to head into the movie realm for the MCU. Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. So Peyton Reed is back to direct the third Ant-Man film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer all return. Catherine Newton joins the cast as Cassie Lang. Like, is this another recasting? Because they recasted yeah. her in Endgame to make her older is this like another recasting to make her a little bit older again i'm assuming yeah i forgot who the original one was but yeah they uh they recast her yeah and then and now we've got the official confirmation of jonathan majors as kang the conqueror as the villain for it so obviously they touched into the quantum realm that's where you know ant-man went after the last movie that's mm-hmm. where he came out of at the beginning of endgame that's where they did what they use to travel through time so they've obviously tapped into time travel using Ant-Man we're getting all of them back we're getting you know Hank Pym and you know back we're getting Ant-Man and Wasp back we're getting Michelle Pfeiffer's back in this one so she's not just a cameo she's actually going to be a main character this is one playing Janet Van Dyne so we're getting the whole cast back here for this to do more of the time travel stuff and I think this is going to end up being a bigger thing than people will realise because I mean like Kang the Conqueror isn't just like a an Ant-Man villain Kang the Conqueror is like a full Avengers villain mm-hmm. so I wonder if this is going to be like an introduction to Kang to set up for something bigger to come I'm excited man it's going to so, be awesome like, I'm, I'm excited I'm a fan of the Ant-Man movies I love them Ant-Man Ant-Man and the Wasp two of the two of the most underrated movies in the MCU in my opinion especially the first Ant-Man like yeah, Ant-Man 1 was awesome. Easily one of the funniest movies in the MCU. Like, it just played so well. Paul, Agreed. Paul Rudd was, like, perfect casting for yeah. Scott Lang. Um, I'm, I'm all up for it. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm yeah, excited to be see what they do with more Ant-Man. Um, but then also got in Captain Marvel 2 as well. Brie Larson's Carol Danvers in Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel 2, directed by Nia DaCosta. Joining the cast are recently announced Miss Marvel, Iman Vellani, and Monica Rambeau, played by WandaVision's Teona Paris. And Captain Marvel flies to theaters November 11th, 2022. Okay. Dude, 2022 is going to be lit. Yeah. (laughs) It really is. But two massive appearances in this week. Kind of knew about it was Monica Rambeau, played by Teona Paris. She's going to be appearing in WandaVision. I keep forgetting she's going to be in that show. Yeah. She um, was in the trailer, like, right? The new yeah, trailer? she's in the trailer for yeah, it and I everything. That. I literally keep forgetting. Um, I have a Hollywood crush on Michelle Pfeiffer since I was a kid. Yeah, dude, man. She's still a good-looking woman. You know, She's getting a bit older now. She still looks good. Yeah. 
and Locksteady Ant-Man 1 was one of my absolute favourites, especially because it really exemplified Marvel's ability to change genres and still keep quality. Yeah, like anyone who says that the Marvel movies are all the same, I always point to Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and Ant-Man 1. Yeah. And like, you want to see them doing different stuff? There you go. Like, two phenomenal movies done so well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so like, we saw uh, Monica Rambeau, the child in the first Captain Marvel, obviously it's set in the 90s she's friends with uh, monica's mom and um, so that little girl that's with her is monica rambo and she grows mm -hmm. up to become a hero herself within marvel so it'll be interesting to see if we start delving into that but she's officially going to be appearing in captain marvel 2. we kind of knew that was coming the big announcement is iman valani who was cast to play miss marvel in the upcoming disney plus miss marvel show is officially going to be appearing in Captain Marvel. That's awesome. I did not know that. Which is I a great bit that. of continuity on their part because in the comics, yeah. that's her hero. Captain Marvel yeah. is Kamala Khan's big hero. That's who she models herself after. That's where she takes the Miss Marvel name for. That's even the design of her costume, like the shirt with the zigzag. It's the old, yeah. It's her costume as Miss Marvel when Carol Danvers was that version of Miss Marvel. So the fact that she's coming into it, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. So that's some really cool news. We still don't know anything about the story. We still don't know where it's going to go with this one, what the idea is going to be for it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm assuming this is coming before the TV show. I'm assuming this might be like where Kamala Khan gets her inspiration. Yeah. And then we'll see the show. Don't know about that exactly. That's just speculation. But like, I mean, like, like you said, yeah, 2022 has got some phenomenal movies coming it's out. It's going to be crazy. And like, not necessarily the amount, but just like the, 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 the content that's going to be in those movies is going to be like hardcore. Uh, Grimson said, "Step not yet." Did you discuss Eternal? Nothing to discuss. Yeah, they didn't really announce anything. Like, legitimately, all these announcements, we got nothing on Eternal. Nothing. And let's be honest, they why, have to be completely done with that movie. Why right? is there not a trailer? That trailer. Should why is there not a trailer? Within. That's what I'm saying, man. Like the movie is done, production is wrapped. I'm pretty sure editing is done. It's it's a built printed movie. For, this has all been a building hype for stuff again. Build yeah. hype for Eternals is yeah. It's like after Black that. Widow, it's going to be your next movie out in the theater. I believe I think Eternals comes after that, or is it Shang Chi? Uh, it's Shang Chi, and then it's, it's Shang Chi is in July. Black Widow is in May, and then Eternals I think is in November. So yeah, like I mean, like but they finished everything for Eternals. I mean, Shang Chi finished like filming after Eternals fil finished filming. You know. I don't understand why we have not seen anything from Eternals. Give us something on it, but yeah, they released nothing on it, and like nothing. It's yeah. like it's almost like you've almost forgotten you announced that movie. Like you wanted to do this big one, and then you went, "Nah, we're going to go this way instead." Yeah. It's like, like, oh, yeah, that's still a thing. It's fine. <laughs> and of course, the big movie announcement, the biggie that we have the been waiting for <laughs> since the Marvel. Fox deal. The big Lebowski. We are officially getting a new Fantastic Four movie. They and Mr. Cross, who's directing it? Literally, that's the only information we got is John Watts, <laughs> the director of Spider-Man, who's been do doing the Spider-Man stuff with Tom Holland, has done an amazing job in those movies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like some concept art, that's literally all we got in a terrorist yeah, that's, that's literally it. Um, but yeah, John Watts has been doing amazing stuff on the Spider-Man movies. Is going to be directing Fantastic Four. Literally, that that John Watts is directing, and a video of the four mm -hmm. with, with Marvel. A... Which I love the fact they've got the Marvel logo in the middle of it, just to make sure you know there's a Marvel. <laughs> this <quote>. is ours. <laughs> That's it. 
that's all we've got. Did it start in production? We don't know. Story? We don't know. Casting? We don't know anything about it apart from the director. But this is the first big thing. I mean, we've been waiting for it since the Fox deal happened for Fantastic Four and X-Men to join the MCU. This was their opportunity to do something big. All right. So I guess two things with the Fantastic Four. So the the Baxter building, or not, well, both the Baxter building and Fantastic Four were kind of slyly hinted at at the end of Far From Home. Yes, I was going to bring that up as well. Like, we kind of got that hint that Stark Tower, Avengers Tower, whatever name you want it to go by, had been bought out. It was actually, was it Far From Home? Was it even Homecoming? It was the second one, whichever one that is. Yeah. No, because they started to mention it in Homecoming as well, because remember, Happy was, like, moving his stuff out. Well, well, um, Peter Parker was, like, on the ship trying to get freaking vultures. So, like, it's literally been back since Homecoming that they've been saying that someone else bought this building. So, 100%, it is not a doubt in my mind that we are going to see Avengers Tower turn into the Baxter building. And that is going to become the base for the Fantastic Four that we're going to do the Baxter building there. Because... That's because the Avengers base like moved to like the Avengers compound, and that building's just been there. So, so right at the end of the movie, when he's kind of like web slinging with the MCU versions of MJ, um, and where where um, Avengers Tower should be or Stark Tower should be, they're right at the base of it, basically, and near that bridge. And there's a sign in the background that says, "We're so excited to show you what comes next." And there's a sign that says one, two, three. Yeah. And then I did see four is a question mark. But each one is like colored like um one of the uh Fantastic Four. It's it's cause the last one is a question mark, like the invisible woman type thing. It's it's so cool. So Yeah. It's cool. Like I I did see someone posting about that actually. I didn't yeah. remember that. And I'm like, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that they're gonna be in that building and I'm my fan casting is still in my head for this. I still want to see John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Yeah, is, without a doubt. Is without a doubt. Sue and Reed. Like, I, I, I can't imagine anyone else doing that role. I want to see them in it. Like, I've, I've had that in my head for a long time now. And but let's be honest, there's been rumors about him playing Fantastic Four. Well, for a while, uh, apparently. Like, the rumors came out a while ago he was in talks with Marvel. Yeah. Like, to do something. And then it all just kind of went quiet. And I'm like, I, I'm all for this. Like, I'm all for them. I really hope they cast him. Don't drop the ball. I want Cast to see Fantastic Four done well because the yes. Fox's stuff has been crap. Like it's it's either been too Take comedy, too goofy, or it's been too whatever the hell Fanforsic was. But yeah. Just take it seriously. Because people man. are like, because people are normal movie going audiences are like, really another Fantastic Four movie? Why can't they let it go? And I'm like, but you don't get it. This will be the ultimate. It's home. <laughs> yeah. Like, People who are not comic book fans do not understand how big the Fantastic Four are. Mm-hmm. They are literally one of the main pillars that launched Marvel. Like they are the things that launched modern day Marvel. Mm-hmm. Stan Lee wrote them based upon the uh, the Justice Society in DC. He was literally at the end of his tether and about to quit comics. Yeah, and his wife told him, "Just go in and write the story that you want to write." Then. Yeah. If they fire you for it, you were leaving anyway. And he and Jack Kirby put together the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Marvel's first family launched modern day Marvel as we know it today. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, and the a lot of their modern comics aren't amazing. 
they're really not great some of the stories it's like I've, I've read somewhere it's like it's you can get so easily lost in them but they yeah. still deserve that honor and reverence you want to read a good fantastic four story pick up jonathan hickman's run i was gonna say like so I, I was never really a super excited about fantastic four i mean i love like i love the comics obviously the old school comics um oh yeah but when i picked up like hickman's run like because you had recommended it to me and i have the first two volumes i don't have three i have four though yeah but anyways um it's awesome yes yeah, like it fantastic is awesome. four ff future foundation it goes back to fantastic four like i mean this run went on for years yeah and and it's true jonathan hickman fashion the stuff that you read at the beginning all leads up and pays off at the end mm. and it's phenomenal and i am i'm all for the fantastic four being done right even if this is the only thing they get they deserve their place in yeah. marvel it was stanley's vision for them that made them what they were made marvel yeah. what it was so i'm excited to see what kevin feige and the team at marvel at the marvel studios can do with it you know I, uh, i'm all for it like I said, he said Krasinski apparently made a short list for Captain America. I heard he for that too. <laughs> he did an interview where he said he walked by Chris Evans when he was in unit when he was in the outfit, and he was like, "All right, I'm just going to take this off." <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm hopeful like that he'll be involved in some capacity. Uh, Ad said, "Not only did Marvel ruin the Inhumans, which was awful, they had yeah. further trashed it by focusing on the Eternals instead." Oh yeah, see if you read some of the actual good comics of the Inhumans and Marvel, they're a great group of characters. <clears throat> They really are. Like, if you read some of the old school stuff or even some of the modern stuff where they're not trying to make them the new X-Men, there's some great stories. Like, it's Game of Thrones in space. Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones was, like, the most popular thing in the world for years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's disappeared now. People don't talk about it anymore. But, like, you couldn't capitalize on that, really? Yeah. Okay, good job. That's one of the only shows that I've never been able to finish one complete episode. <laughs> And like I always try to give shows at least one or two episodes, but Inhumans, oh, I, I had to cut it off. It I gave Inhuman, I gave Inhuman a good shot. I think I watched at least half that season. Yeah. And then I went, why am I doing this to myself? Just stop. Dude, you're a better man than I. And uh, Steady saying like Ian Grufford, yeah, he was. I really liked him. He's a really good actor. He's really under it, you know, undervalued as an actor. He's done some really yeah, good I like stuff. Him. I think he did a great job. I think there was a lot of bad writing, a lot of bad choices in that, and. <sighs> Please just get Doom right. Oh man! Please, I really think they're, that's that's I think all they're gonna... I care about. Just get Doom right. He's not just a Fantastic Four villain. He's got. I said it to you. He's got the potential to be the next Thanos, even better than yeah. Thanos, if they do him justice, like he is in the comics. I think they realize what they have with Doom, and they what they realize that with what they have now that they they have their Fantastic Four family back, and I think they're gonna they're gonna treat him correctly i think they're going to treat him like the next loki and what i mean by that is they built loki up over multiple movies yeah he, he needs to be built arc. up over it and it's like i think like, yeah. he could literally be the next big threat like you could literally go into secret wars like with him becoming god king doom as mm -hmm. their next big bad like yeah you literally could if you don't you're missing a trick if that's not in your plan somewhere you're missing something yeah i'm just excited to see him being the like you know latveria all that stuff like his mom you know mephisto all that stuff yeah, let's I'll properly get into that side of stuff and yeah. lost it saying i cried when they canceled forever yeah that was a great concept for a show it deserved more than it got um doom i think would air close to the next loki in the mcu because of his occasional heroism but he's definitely got the value to be a big thing yeah mm -hmm. like he could be because he verges on 
The good thing with Doom is that you can kind of verge him into heroism, but he only verges into it when it meets his needs. Mm-hmm. He's one hundred percent out for himself, and I'm like, you have the yeah. potential to to build him up and then out of nowhere turn him around to be the big villain of it all. Yeah, like I've said it before, like I'll I'll put Doom up against any Marvel or DC villain, and my money's on Doom to somehow pull it off. Like he is, yeah, he does not get enough praise for how good a villain he is. He is probably my favorite villain in Marvel comics. Yeah. Like if you put him up against Thanos, against Darkseid, against any of them, I will put money on Doom to find a way out. Mm-hmm. It's like he's just—he's insanely, ridiculously powerful. He just looks cool too, man. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, the look is awesome. <laughs> the fact that they've screwed that up so many times is like, oh my gosh, you got the one of the most iconic-looking comic book, you know, villains of all time, and you've screwed him up. Yeah. At least twice. Uh, Doom should be one of the greatest threats any of the heroes in the MCU have ever faced. Absolutely. Uh, Nitro will tell you, Grim, it's like, I, I'm 100% a Doom guy. I'm a sellout for Doom. I have been desperate to see him done right in a movie. It's like, I love him. If you want reading recommendations on Doom in the comics to see what he's actually right, like, I will 100% give them to you. I have. There's some great stories out there that are worth checking out. But that kind of brings us to the end of the Marvel stuff. That was all the Marvel announcements. That's taken us like two hours to get through the Marvel stuff. Um, I'm just having a quick look through it. So I can honestly quickly kind of like fire through the Star Wars announcements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in all honesty, we didn't get a lot of information on some of these. You just got the titles on most of them. Yeah, so like for the Star Wars stuff, and sorry for anyone that's a big Star Wars fan that's been waiting for this stuff. I'm not as big on the Star Wars stuff, and so I'm like, but some of the announcements we kind of knew some were coming. We had ideas some were coming, and but we don't have a lot on them yet. Uh, Locke was saying that's the only thing that worries me about the MCU will handle him. Loki did good when it suited him, and Mysterio was built up for the villain twist, at least in marketing. So. I think they'll do well with Doom. I think they've got the potential for that because I don't see Doom on their level. I see Doom as like the way they built up Thanos. Mm-hmm. But the time we got to Infinity War, there was so much hype for Thanos. Yeah. I see them being able to do that with Doom. Um, so let's jump through some of these. So if anyone wants to throw stuff in in the chat for the Star Wars stuff, your opinions on it, go for it. And um, we had Star Wars Visions. Star Wars Visions is an original series of animated short films celebrate the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators. Oh, nice. Coming in 2021 to Disney+. Plus. That's, that's what you were telling me earlier. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah that's sweet, man. I'll, I'm literally looking at that like, so it's the Animatrix for Star Wars? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like it's literally all these like shorts done in different styles and stuff, and I'm like, done in an anime style? I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'll, I'll give it a go. We don't have any more details on what the shorts will be, what's going to be happening, if there's going to be a running theme or anything like that. Ahsoka, I'm so excited. She's awesome. That's literally my next one I'm saying ads. Star Wars Ahsoka. Ahsoka, a new original series starring Rosario Dawson and set within the timeline of The Mandalorian is coming to Disney+. Plus. So that's going to be following on from her appearance in The Mandalorian. Rosario Dawson, big fan of hers, loved her when she was part of the Marvel Netflix stuff. Her taking on the real life um, the live action Ahsoka from bringing her to life following Clone Wars she'd done an amazing job she was phenomenal in The Mandalorian playing off of Mando and obviously they were setting up for her to get her own show because she starts asking the big bad that they're fighting and questions about General Thawne 
So it's like I absolutely love the fact that we're going to keep continuing with that, see more of Ahsoka. I personally mm. have never seen Clone Wars. It's on my list. Like I'm literally going to start watching it in the next week or two and start trying to fly through that as well just to get a bit more of her background. But I've watched like videos showing her background and her story just to kind of get caught up for Mandalorian. And yeah, she's an amazing character. I can't wait yeah. to see what they do with her. I'm almost at her episode. Almost. I've gotten caught up. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, this man has not finished season one of Mandalorian and he came on today and went, I've almost finished it. <laughs> yeah, I'm halfway through season two. Yeah, I got I my so. nerd card back. Almost. 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 Yeah, so saying, I guess Sony isn't the only one acquiring anime. Yeah, Disney's starting to reach out into that as well, which is like, you know, good for them. That's a, that's definitely something you need to tap into. It's a big fan base out there. Mm-hmm. And if they do it right, I mean, come on, like the Jedis and stuff are based upon old Westerns, which is based upon old samurai stuff. So, like, Japanese stories based in the Star Wars universe, it just makes sense. Ocean Rebels as well adds awesome. That's on my list as well. I'll let you check Hey, ads, what, what order should I watch those in? Because I want to watch those too, and I'm, I have no idea what the continuity. I think it's Clone Wars movie, Clone Wars show, and then Rebels, because I think Rebels is around about episode four of okay. the movies. So, correct Clone me if Wars I'm wrong. Clone Wars is the last of the, of the new, tr- uh, not the new trilogy, the prequel trilogy, right? Clone mm. Wars is the last one. Well, Clone Wars, yeah, right? it takes place around about episode two and three, like in between okay. them, because it's during That's the Clone right. Wars. Um, so let me see. So we've got a question okay. here from Grim asking about any details on the Acolyte. Uh, literally, no. <laughs> literally, they announced nothing. They just announced the Acolyte. I don't even. I didn't even get like a little blood bonnet or anything. If I've missed that and someone else is finding it. It's 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 based in the High Republic, which is an era that takes place hundreds of years before the Phantom Menace. Yeah, so it's, like, it's, so it's like old school history, but like that's it. Yeah, they've literally announced most of these. We don't have anything on. Uh, we got Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic, uh, Rangers of the New Republic, a new original series set within the timeline of the Mandalorians coming to Disney Plus. Other spinoff in the Mandalorian set in the New Republic. Um, Obviously, we've been seeing a lot of that, of like um, the rebellions became the new republic, taking over for the empire, all that sort of stuff. And um, so, this is going to start fleshing that out a little bit. Uh, we do have a new Star Wars movie coming, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Uh, it's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins of Wonder Woman Direction fame. Um, they released a trailer for it as well but it's her kind of explaining her vision her father was like yeah. in the air force and stuff and talking a little bit about that and and about how this is she's going to adapt that into this she always wanted to do one of those movies and never got the opportunity mm-hmm. but now she's got the opportunity to tell that story in star Dude, wars and i'm like his shows are suiting up and getting to x-wing that was pretty sweet yeah that was that was that a was sweet ending until like, she's talking to the camera getting suited up and then you see it's the full orange thing and putting the helmet on and starts walking it yeah. the x-wing yeah i like Okay, that's cool. Uh, okay, cool. Was hoping we'd see some High Republic material. Yeah, they're definitely delving into the High Republic. We've not got a lot of details on it yet, but they're going to be going into that. Um, also, we got um, Star Wars Lando is coming. I don't even know what Lando it is. Like, I don't know. If, or does that mean we're going to get like a modern one with more Billy D. Williams? Does that mean we're going to get more with um, Donald Glover as young Lando? Nope, it's just that it's coming from Justin Simeon. It doesn't even say, like, directed by him. It's, like, from Justin Simeon. Like, is he directing it? Is he producing it? Is he... What's he doing? Yeah, it says helmed by... Yeah, helmed. I don't know what that means. Is he writing it? Is he directing it? Is he both? Like, like, that could mean anything. Like, it just means he's involved, you know? Yeah. And then we've got Androids, a Star Wars story is taking place. 
that's a thing. R two D two and C three PO. I think it's based on them, or yeah, it's it's about them. I guess. Yeah, literally no no details, like literally nothing again. Like that's the thing with this the Marvel stuff. We got details in a lot of these. Yeah. Literally Star Wars, they announced nothing. Yeah. I honestly think, and I said this to my wife as well, and I kind of mentioned it to Nitro, is I think this is their rebuttal to the Star Wars fans, because the fans were pissed that they got mm-hmm. rid of the extended universe. There was a lot of fans of the books, the comics, the whatever for the extended universe and the lore that was around that and the fact that they went mm-hmm. that doesn't exist anymore made people mad yeah then the movies came out and they got madder and angrier and hated them more because <laughs> we got like episode seven which was taken well and we got rogue one which was taken pretty well yeah then we got last jedi which was fairly 50 50 divisive mm-hmm. and then we got solo which was crap absolutely wasn't a Star Wars movie, could literally put any other characters in there. It was a yeah. heist movie. I'm like, it's not a Star Wars movie. It's not even a Han Solo movie. Let's be honest. He's not really yeah. Han Solo. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rise of the Skywalker came out. I will never, ever, ever watch that movie a second time. <laughs> I refuse. It's not happening. I barely know what happens. I'm not even watching it again for clarity. It's like it was like, wow, you crashed and burned at the finish line hard. <laughs> I um, didn't hate it that bad, but yeah, it was definitely they definitely dropped the ball. I think it's like it was the continuity amongst the three new movies was just so all over the place, and I think they know that yeah. fans aren't happy with them. Yeah, and this was their here's your expanded universe. Mm-hmm. Here it is because we can do because. The thing from Star Wars that has been doing amazing is Mandalorian. Mandalorian is amazing. Mandalorian. I have not been disappointed by an episode yet. Every episode, it just gets better. So I know you and I were talking about this like before the the stream, but like I I think the way that they handle that, it it reminds me of Rogue One. It's like Mm. a smaller story, but it's like constantly calling out to the bigger bigger narrative yeah and like, like constantly clearly... given like not necessarily fan service because it's like it's talking about what's happened in the bigger stories the ones that people actually like um you know yeah like, like again rogue one was awesome mandalorian feels kind of the same way special effects are amazing yeah like i mean the show's in great production it's a great story but it's a very contained story like you're expanding into the wider universe but yeah it's but it's literally an old samurai tale. Like it's the old samurai, the old mentor taking on the child, yeah, be having yeah. the child, and it's done in such an amazing way. I mean, like it's not even a new story. It's been done so much, mm-hmm. but it's done so well. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm loving it. And context, that's it. Yeah, uh, I'm saying this. I don't like the new trilogy because I'm a Star Wars expanded universe fan. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are. There's a lot of great stuff that was in that expanded universe that. They're basically just thrown to the side and it's like not a lot of people are happy about that and they're not happy about what was put in to replace it mm-hmm. you know like last jedi oh anyone can be special and be a jedi rise of the skywalker no they can't she's a do- the granddaughter of palpatine you have to come from a special bloodline like <laughs> okay so... yeah we spent the whole one movie saying no you're not special <laughs> oh, what, just to go yeah, you actually... actually yeah you are <laughs> That kid at the very end of Last Jedi that might have been the chance to be a Jedi, no, he's just stuck there in his crap place in life. Because he wasn't born special. He's shoveling crap for the rest of his life. 
there was a major decline from each movie to the next in this trilogy. Yeah, like I honestly felt it just went down and down and down. And I think it's just they couldn't keep anything in that same continuity. They changed so much up and. Yeah, Mando was ama- Mando was amazing. I will say this: Mando was my favorite Mandalorian. I loved Boba Fett based on his look, but see, especially now, like without the extended universe stuff, like don't get me wrong, and I don't know if this is spoilers for you where you are on Mandalorian because I know you've not finished it yet. Not listening. Yeah. I'm just joking. Um, but Boba Fett comes back. Like we see. Yeah, him. I've seen him. They they showed him in the. No, show. he comes back. Yeah, I know. I know he comes back, but I've I've seen him teased in the show so far. But yeah, I know, he like, comes he properly back. comes back, properly gets his armor, and he's been doing really cool. Yeah, but see, before that happened, Boba Fett's like literal history in Star Wars. If you take out the extended universe, is son of Jango Fett became a bounty hunter, worked for Jabba the Hutt, knocked into a Sarlacc pit. That's it. Crawled his way back out, and his armor was stolen by some Western dude who was trying to be a sheriff. Yeah, and he wandered the sands looking for it, apparently, and went after Mando to get it. And I'm like, they literally like anything in his backstory, and I'm like, wow, like anything that made him cool and made him like, because don't get me wrong, he has a cool look, he's got a cool way of carrying himself. Every Mandalorian does. It's just part of wearing that armor. You look awesome. The character himself is so overrated without the extended yeah. universe backstory. I would agree, and yeah. I will one hundred percent say that. Like I, and I, I don't get me wrong. I look at him like I want him to be cool, and then I see Mando, and I'm like, I'm backing that horse. Yeah, like he is. I mean, he's proven himself to me. Awesome. And don't get me wrong, Boba's done great since he's been in the show. Getting to see more of him, I'm like, this is what we need backstory to prove why he's a badass. Yeah, <laughs> but like we've had two episodes now where he's been in it, like properly in it, and I'm like that's it that's literally apart from like him catching Han Solo and him like launching into a Sarlacc pit's the only thing we've seen on screen and let's be honest they did an entire series a Star Wars series with a guy with a helmet and an animatronic puppet and it is fantastic you know what I'm saying yeah like, pretty much you know I mean let's be honest here yeah if his story is good you know but even like that everyone was hyped for the Mandalorian when that first episode dropped and that's the thing like it was subverted from episode one when we found that baby. The internet blew up like, what? It's a baby yeah. of Yoda's species? Like, what in the world? Oh. My Discord just kind of dropped again. Really? At this point? At the end of the stream? Really? Alright guys, I'm still here. Can you still hear me in chat? I'm having to pull Discord back up. We are literally like minutes. <laughs> yeah, they can hear us. Okay, awesome. We're literally like minutes from the end of this. My Discord, I might need to like take it out and put it back in. Like literally. Go. That's we're so back. Funny. Okay, we're gonna pretty That's much sweet. wrap up. We've only got one last thing to talk about. Right, um sweet. my Discord, I don't know what's going on with it, guys. Sorry we've had some issues. I'm gonna uninstall it and reinstall it. It's I don't know what's going on. Um, cool. But yeah, so like I'm I'm all hyped to see what we do with and the stuff that's coming. The last big thing I want to talk about before my Discord completely destroys itself. <laughs> the announcement that no one thought we would ever hear in Star Wars again. Hayden Christensen returns as Darth Vader, 
Joining Ewan McGregor in Obi-Wan Kenobi, the original series begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith and is coming to Disney+. Plus. Hmm. Thoughts? That'll be interesting. I didn't I didn't realize the timing of the series. Um, it's set 10 that, years after the... Revenge of the Sith, which means he's he's not just playing like bad Anakin like he does in Revenge of the Sith. Like, no, he is literally Darth Vader, like full yeah. black outfit, helmet, the lot. Like it's 10 yeah. years after that, so. Wait a minute, which which one? All right, so I'm, again, I'm not a Star Wars like aficionado. Revenge of the Sith is the last of the prequel trilogy, right? Yeah, last of the prequel okay. trilogy. The so one, with, the one where he goes bad and like murders like all the younglings, and then him and Obi Wan fight over the lava. So that's before, and I had the high ground, so I'm going to continue with my thought. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's before, obviously. What's the time gap between Revenge of the Sith and the New Hope? Bad-a-kin. I like that one. Bad Anakin. Bad Anakin. Will there be sand? Will there be sand? Hopefully. It's the only way to keep him away. He doesn't like sand. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't like sand. Well, thank you for that great character development, Anakin. (laughs) Yep. I I legitimately don't think there is a more hated actor in the Star Wars movies than Hayden Christensen playing Anakin Skywalker. Except for probably the poor guy that played Jar Jar Binks in Phantom Menace. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the one where Anakin struggles to say I hate you. <laughs> yeah, like I I I hate I hate you. Like, <laughs> okay, I know you've been burnt to death, dude, but like what are you doing? Like <laughs> I'm I'm interested to see now that he has like when did Revenge of the Sith came out? Like twenty years ago. I'm interested to see now that he has like twenty years of acting behind him if he's Does he have he twenty years of act? acting? Or whatever. If if he can Attack of the act. Clones, Revenge of the Sith, and then he did Jumper. I literally don't know anything he's done. He's been in like a couple of rom coms, I think. Oh, Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Seal, you have no idea how much I wanted that fan theory to happen when the movies were coming out that it was going to be Jar Jar Binks has been a Sith Lord behind everything the whole time. It's so randomly out there I wanted that to be a thing. <laughs> That's yeah, I don't think he's that bad of an actor. I think he was really, really bad in in the Star Wars films. He's really bad in the Star Wars films, and it, it literally comes down to, and it could be down to the writing, it could be down to the directing, but literally he had no emotion. Everything was monotone. He, yes, he agreed. Have, and I'm like, if if he had just emoted, if he had shown emotion, and taken us on that journey, I'd be all for him. Like, he seems like he has the potential to be a really good actor, but I'm like. Uh, yeah, I don't he's know, not a list, but he's not worthless. Like, he's definitely not worthless. Like, no, he, like he's a, definitely he's he's a decent actor. I won't say oh, he's a fantastic actor, but he's a decent actor. Sorry, I need to address this. Ads, tell me you're kidding. Jar Jar has a lot of screen time in Clone Wars, the animated series. Why? Oh, Why? He was great in Life as a House. I felt never seen him in that. Like, I've I've honestly that's the thing. I've legitimately not seen him in anything for like fifteen years. Like, I've literally not kept up with his career or even accidentally caught something he was in. So, I'm intrigued by this. Yeah. Disney must have something up their sleeve for this one because, like, that's a hell of a risk. Because people... <laughs> Tell me this. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I have to cut in. Tell oh, me if no. this is not accurate. <laughs> oh, no. He's in a TV series called Higher Ground. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? That is oh, amazing. I'm so sorry. I could not let that go. 
No, I'm glad you didn't. That is awesome. He's in a TV uh-huh. series called Higher Ground. Ooh, I'm crying. It came out They're in 2001. Like, no, I've I missed that when it came out. Well, kind of not seen it since. So, wow. But yeah, like I, I honestly think Disney must have something up their sleeve because they know how yeah. much Hayden Christensen portraying like Anakin Skywalker is hated. Yeah, I mean they almost destroyed the mystique of Darth Vader in the original trilogy with his portrayal. Like, yeah, why is this whiny little get becoming Darth Vader? Like, <laughs> like really? So it's like it's. I need to see how he portrays him. How he portrays him putting on the Darth Vader suit, taking on, because like Darth Vader and like the originals carries himself very differently from Anakin. Mm-hmm. His only big movie role outside of Star Wars was Jumper. Like, yeah, I think that's the only thing I've known him to be in apart from the Star Wars movie seal was literally Jumper. Yeah, and I think that came out like literally right after that, or like during the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they must know what they're doing. Yeah, bringing him back, and I'm like, and I guess you have to bring a villain in for you and McGregor's like Obi Wan Kenobi, if it's set, especially if it's set like before, you know the the original trilogy. Here's what I don't get: when Palpatine will come up at the end of three, he's already James Earl Jones. So, how much can Christian actually be in it? Yeah, like literally, like is he literally just putting the suit on and like, because James Earl Jones is still alive, like. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he. I'm assuming like if you're doing Darth Vader, you're gonna get him to voice it. What is he actually doing? That is a very yeah. good question. Yeah, <laughs> because he is the voice of Darth Vader, and it's like, oh yeah, that's true. So I'm like, what is what? It's like I need to see some footage of something to make a judgment call on this. But I'm like, yeah, that's I, a I real. Do, that's I true. do happen to look at his name as returning as Darth Vader, and I have. I just my feeling is honestly like, why? Because like if he was returning yeah. to play like Darth Vader and it was during like the hunting down of the Jedi or something and like you were expanding that bit <clears> of <throat> Revenge of the Sith, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But it's like ten years after that, like after the prequel trilogy. I'm like, where are you going with this? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know, man. But that's a good point, though. Like, if it's James Earl Jones's voice, and dude's got a helmet on. And the original dude who played Darth Vader was like seven feet tall. Not really. Dave Prowess or whatever. Yeah. Um, that recently passed Rip. Um, but yeah, I don't know. how. What are they going to do with that? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, it's like, yeah, I don't begrudge him the chance to redeem himself. But I really do also have to ask why. But yeah, like I'm like, yeah, I, I'm all for him redeeming himself. If he does an amazing job, I will hold my hands up and say, good, this was a performance we wanted. Stilts. <laughs> <laughs> You may have to, honestly. Yeah, that's true. But I'm, like, I'm literally, I'm literally looking at it like it's been like what year did Revenge of the Sith come out? Two thousand what? You know, it's why two thousand five. Two thousand five. It's almost been twenty years. Well, yeah. it's been fifteen. It's been fifteen years. It's literally been fifteen years. Why, after fifteen years, drag him back in? Like, why drag him back in at this point? I, I don't get it. That's like dragging back the poor guy that played Jar Jar Binks to say, we're going to put you on the big screen again. I'm like, yeah, if you can redeem the character and the way you portrayed them, fantastic. Can you completely change the character? (laughs) Well, like, see if you can't redeem that character. He's going to get ripped to shreds. Yeah, my Discord is just acting all sorts of weird. Yeah, this is getting taken apart today. Well, the nice thing is you can all keep seeing this beautiful Captain America quote that I've got as my background. 
Ragnarok and Nitro. Hey. Can everyone hear us? We're still chat, still active. Okay, good. That's fine with me. Like, I can pull Discord back up and I can get this running again as long as it doesn't stop like actually streaming to the channel. I'm good. Like, we can, I can make that work. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America for president. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but, you know, I guess we need to wait and see. But I'm like, that was the biggest shot casting announcement ever. Yeah. It's him coming That'll back. And I'm like, I, I need to see a trailer or some sort of footage or something to know what's coming next. I'm I'm one hundred percent in for Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's like the best thing about the prequel trilogy. Like Ewan McGregor yeah. is a young Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm all about that. He was amazing. Yeah. He's he's never faltered in that role, in my opinion. But that's pretty much it, guys, for like the Disney investor stuff. That has been it. I can't actually, believe we got through all of that. We dude. got through all I of that. Honestly, like, I cannot believe that. We had to like power through the Star Wars stuff. Thankfully, it didn't actually have that much information, so we could. I didn't but realize yeah. we had this many diehard Star Wars fans uh, that uh, listen to our show, though. Yeah, we've got a bunch of great Star Wars fans in here, so it's good to know that we can do some more sci-fi stuff in that realm. It's like, but yeah, like honestly, there's been a lot of amazing announcements. I'm excited for the future of Marvel and Star Wars to see what comes from these because Marvel's got me at this point. The MCU's hooks me at yeah. this point. I'm, I'm yeah. wanting to give everything to do a try, and for Star Wars, like based on the movies, I'd be like, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not excited, but having seen what they did with the Mandalorian like I'm down can't wait for Big to kick in on all this oh yeah but like I'm I'm excited I'm excited for yeah. the future I'm excited to see what happens I'm excited for all of that um, but yeah guys make sure as well to join us on our I've seen comics across channel here on Twitch hey welcome on in Ellen Ellen Rinky uh, 45 work yeah I'm going to mispronounce that pretty much every time we're going to go with Ellen or Ellie <laughs> Ellie there we go Ellie but we nickname everyone yeah, it was a pleasant surprise and content is awesome is that an actual thing or is that a bot I <laughs> have just, no clue it was literally quoting our like, stream title as but like if you are here checking us out thank you so much for popping in Ellie appreciate it and, and has yeah Yeah, you may want to go ahead yeah. and block them. I think it's a bot. <laughs> I thought, oh, cool, we're getting someone like, coming in. It's like, maybe. It's like, just the stuff they were posting, I'm like, it wasn't fully a bot at first. And I'm like, is it a bot? Because they're quoting stuff. Because like, I've had people come in that don't speak good English before. So I'm like, are they quoting stuff back at us? And then that ben last. Benhammer. <laughs> Benhammer down. You want me to lay the hammer down? That's <laughs> <laughs> way too much pleasure in saying that. This is what happens when I make Nitro a moderator on the channel. Like, it's way too much joy out of this stuff. So, that, I, thought, I, thought, I thought we'd made a new friend at the end there, but no, <laughs> it was a bot. Like, the only bot we want oh. to hear is Skeets. Skeets is our only bot, and he's doing his job well. Thank you, Skeets. You're, you're the real MVP. You know, But everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this yes. amazing conversation. Um, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they're still dropping the right. red hammer. Um, but everyone, yeah, 100% hit us up on our social media or on our Discord if you want to keep these conversations going. And um, We absolutely love to talk about this stuff. We will chat with anyone at all times about anything comic, sci-fi, geeky related. That is not a problem. We are all open for more of those conversations. Oh yeah, casting a Ewan McGregor was definitely inspired, Locke. 100%. It was, it, 
they couldn't have cast that any better if they freaking tried to be completely honest with you um but yeah so heads up on social media for that anyone next week is going to be our last one of the new year or the old year or whatever year the year Shut the up, ultimate not yeah. the penultimate but the ultimate um, and we're going to be doing our indie book club looking at Klaus from Grant Morrison and Dan Mora this was meant to be this week's so obviously got pushed back with all the announcements but we're going to be hitting this up to finish up our year looking at how Santa Claus began um, if you want to pick it up for yourself there's a link to find your local comic book shop in the comic shop locator oh we got a follow oh Grimshin thank you so much for the follow brother I appreciate it thank you so much um, but hit us up there or check out our Amazon list where our books um, for in the comic book club get listed um, on there you can also find them if you're watching online in our about us section um, down below so go and pick it up for yourself and look at uh, how Santa Claus began and especially if he was more like a viking fun story um, so we'll be looking <laughs> the at art that. is fantastic oh yeah the art's amazing in the book um, so we're going to be looking at that next week um, so we've been really enjoying that book looking forward to talking about it and um, if you missed any of this show you can catch it archived along with all of our other shows over on our youtube channel um, and also make sure to check out our sponsor over at um, Gamergrind Co where you can use comics in the cross to save 5% remember go and check out the team store copies for an extra 10% off for the month of December yeah glad you made it this week as well Locke thank you so much for popping in I appreciate it thank you for everyone that stopped by let me quickly jump over to our page of Twitch and see if there's someone that we can drop a raid to because I like to Raid some of our friends and say hi and give them some love as well. Let me hold on, I need to refresh the list of people. <clears throat> Let's see who is on. If anyone's got any suggestions or something, if anyone we could definitely pop in and have a look. Let's see if we've got any good friends on. Uh, Oh, since we've got um, a bunch of the bar is The bar is, doesn't update regularly, like steady. Well, it'll be updated by the next time we do our stream, so yeah, hopefully it's, we're close. I think we're closer to 15. Yeah, it's meant to be a thing that it updates, and it's just it's, it sucks. It's like it's not updating. Um, so we're actually going to go ahead and raid. Um, since we've got a lot of the online wrestling community on here, we're going to go and raid um, a guy who I found recently called CWL and check them out. Um, I would do Frostbite, but we checked him out um, last week. I try and um, change it up a little bit. King of Misfit, is he on? Did I miss him? Let's go show um, CWL some love because they're still streaming right now. Um, but thank you all for checking us out, guys. We will be back next week, 2 o'clock Eastern. So everyone have an absolutely amazing week, and we will see Adios. you all then. Adios, muchachos. Excelsior. <laughs>